0: I got you. <laughs> it's a long career to talk
1: about Come take our
2: last ride and hear about Every pay-per-view will break it
0: down From 1990 To the final farewell There goes a hero Watching as he goes
2: There goes a hero Take a reason
3: Creatures of the night. Welcome to a special bonus edition of Talking Taker, the encyclopedic exploration thinking of the career of the greatest professional wrestling character of time, the Undertaker. And I am not joined as always by my tag team partner, my wrestling buddy, my PSK founding member Mr. Travis White. No, no. Instead, we have a live roundtable discussion here in Detroit, Brock City, with the Pod Street crew that has joined us for SummerSlam weekend. Uh, full disclosure: we got we got one mic running. We tried to do a dual mic setup, and uh, I could not get it straightened out. Uh, but uh, hopefully, this will sound all right, and you guys will appreciate the extra content, the bonus show here, no matter what. But let me introduce everybody. Uh, we got the full house here. To my right, uh, man I met for the first time, thirty-six some somewhat hours ago. But you have heard him many times on the show. At Pokey's Little Dog, Randall Turco.
2: Hey, I'm glad to be here. Is this is this table for four? This is, is the this official. Our, is this table for four? Table for okay, four. Okay, cool. Episode. Glad yeah. to be here. Yeah.
3: Table for four with a uh, wing on the side. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then uh, to Randy's right is uh, a man I have not met, but I have heard many stories about from Randy, and uh, getting to meet him for the first time, I've had an incredible time hanging out with him, Mr. Nick Fugate? Fugate. Fugate, all right. <laughs> Nick, uh, so glad you have been Randy's friend for a uh, long time, and now you have become my friend and joined us here. How has your SummerSlam weekend been so far? It's been great.
1: It's been great. Cleveland, then
3: Detroit.
2: Midwest could be worse. Yes, it
3: could be worse. He is rocking uh, the NWO shirt, of course. For life, loyal WCW fan, so he's filling in for Travis here tonight's episode. And uh, Randy, what are you wearing?
2: I am rocking the SummerSlam 1997 Heart and Soul reproduction shirt, courtesy of my buddy James A. Wheeler, the beard back in Minnesota. But I'm not telling people it's a repro. I'm making them think I'm wearing a $500 shirt to SummerSlam. That's well, what you do. They freaking condition.
3: It yes. is. And they went all out because it's got the Stridex logo on the back, so they just spared no expense.
2: Though. Yes, and I've already gotten uh, two nice-ass shirts on the streets of Detroit. <laughs> nice-ass shirt. Nice-ass shirt.
3: Uh, and then across from me, next to Dick, is a man who I have met before, but excited to be hanging out here. Uh, as we mentioned many times, uh, we were sad that Steven Zema could not join us, but we are very excited that uh, in his stead could come watch along. Tommy, Tommy on the spot, Tommy Lynch, Tommy. You are rocking the vintage 2001, 2002 ish Triple H, H shirt. Here. Post-return. Okay. Yeah, post yeah, return. Yeah, okay, okay. No, no. My yeah. favorite
4: Triple H. Yes, is, is the is the post return babyface era Triple H for that six month period in which he was. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's great to be here. I've been having a blast, mm-hmm. and great to meet Randy. Great to meet Nick. Great to meet Uncle Dizave over there. Yes,
3: uh, <laughs> and, uh, the infamous Uncle time. Dave is not uh, not joining us to the table, but I'm sure he might chime in uh, with a comment. <laughs> on the there. mezzanine level, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's like the Howard Stern show. You hear somebody like off in the background every once in a while. Uncle Dave, Robin quivers over there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, let's just we wanted to come on here. Uh, uh, I think Randy had the idea. We'll, we'll throw down some SummerSlam predictions and then we'll come back here after the show and kind of review those and analyze the show but uh, we're going we'll try to show everything on the YouTube channel on the vlog but let's just do a quick recap of you know the past uh, the trip so far. Uh, Tommy, you kicked things off with okay. a little airport interaction. Uh, yeah. maybe the highlight of your weekend perhaps.
4: Uh the highlight of my weekend got to be honest Ford's garage. That was my <laughs> son of a bee. <laughs> <laughs> so no we got... I got off the I got off the plane. I was in we, yeah. Alex and I both kind of arrived around the same time in the Detroit airport, but he was on one area of the airport, and I was on the complete opposite side of the area. So we were trying to find each other over by the baggage claim. And lo, lo and behold, who should pass me by but one Sergeant Slaughter? And uh, so as I'm like in a panic, I'm like, "Whoa, it's Sergeant Slaughter!" He said, "How you doing?" I was like, "Well, could I?" I said, "Could I bother you for a second?" He's like, "I'm not signing any autographs." And I, I said, "Listen, I know I don't. It's great. I don't have anything for you to sign." I was like, well, can we take a quick picture? And once I did, he was just totally excited. He was all over the top about it. And, uh, you know, we had a great conversation, took a quick little picture. uh, And he told me to have, you know, enjoy the weekend, take it all in, have fun. So uh, that was great. Just a cool, cool way to start the weekend for sure.
3: Very cool. Very cool. You didn't have to drop and give him 20. No, no. no. (laughs) Uh Oh, and we got lost in the airport, had yeah. a uh, time getting out of there, and then, of course, went to the greatest restaurant in Detroit, as Tommy said, Ford's Garage. <laughs> incredible. So sad you guys had to miss that. <laughs> um, I, I know it was a bummer for you. But uh, uh, Randy, uh, Nick, you guys got here. Nick, you took your first ever plane ride. First ever K-Hare, plane ride. And you survived. Cool
1: 80 minutes from the Twin Cities to Detroit. We... Hit our cruising altitude, and then five minutes later we started to descend again,
2: which was fun. And yeah. you guys got to sit next to each other. We did. Yeah, that's cool. We did, and it was it was light out for after the forty three minute delay, as airplanes do. Uh, it was light out, so Nick could see out the window for about what ten minutes, yeah. and then it was dark and there wasn't much to see. But it was a smooth <laughs> I could ride. Awkwardly yeah. stare across the lady sitting next
1: to me, so I could look out the window. Right.
3: <laughs> you got to get your wings. Yeah. Next time, on, on the way back, you didn't get your wings. I got bit. to look at the cockpit. Yeah. They yeah. showed yeah. me the cockpit. They did good. show them the cockpit. That's yes. Good. Uh, you guys rolled in around one ish, and then we all we all got a good uh, thirty minutes of sleep uh, <laughs> around that after we set up talking, and uh, then Randy whipped it out the itinerary that is for uh, Friday on the trip to Cleveland. Man, uh, run down that trip to Cleveland for us, Randy. In um, not full detail, but just give us a quick right now.
2: Cleveland, as we know, was the substitute for The Undertaker. We wanted The Undertaker 1 Dead Man show. I think a lot of the impetus was this, for this, besides meeting each other and going to SummerSlam, was you know The Undertaker's coming to any big pay-per-view. Of He's course. done it for a year. He would never bypass the murder city right? until he did. And then so we needed a, a backup plan. I don't know. Uh, I'm not an expert on Detroit, despite living here my whole life. Like, What would you do all day? So Cleveland, uh, that I, there was some stuff to do. So we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We went to the Christmas Story House. We uh, went to the Haunted House Restaurant for brunch, yes. which Nick and I are big horror aficionados. So it was nice to... Nothing scary at the restaurant. They don't want you to choke on your food. Um, but the decor is all horror movie, including the, what they're playing on the monitors and everything. All different horror movies everywhere. So And what
3: did you order? What, what was the, they had some good names for the food. Right? I
2: had the Thriller Burger, which yeah. tasted a lot like Michael Jackson, I think, right? Yeah. <laughs>
3: And you know that how? <laughs> <laughs>
2: do, do, do we need to call, which, call someone? Which call Michael them? Jackson, though? Like, 1984 Michael Jackson or 1991 yeah, Michael throw Jackson? It, yeah, we'll yeah, be going yeah, there. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, they named it properly. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I think so.
3: You had, Tommy, you had, like, the uh, chicken fingers and pancake. Yeah, I had it. Corn dogs? So I had, something
4: something I had the that. poultry geist. Ah,
3: that's
4: And it said, said uh, fried chicken in pancake batter. So I am like, that sounds interesting. And then it came out, it was four chicken tenders on sticks. With literally looked like pigs in a blanket, but there were pancakes in the blanket with chicken tender in there. And I first saw it, I was like, ah, this is going to be rough. But it was fantastic. I, yeah. I, I loved it.
1: It's so good.
2: Tommy pulling out the uh, odd requests on that one. He's like, do you guys got barbecue sauce? Do you guys have milk from a virgin goat? I mean, and they they found everything you asked for. They look on her yeah. face when you asked for barbecue right. sauce. She was like, yes?
4: She's like, I mean, we do, but yuck, <laughs> right. But I will say it tasted so good with the barbecue right, sauce. Right. Nothing wrong with that. No. no.
3: Uh, Nick, we stopped at the home of Superman uh, oh, yeah. for you. Uh, that was the... It's the artist who created the comic book? Yep, right.
1: writer and artist are from that area. One of their houses is in Cleveland, still there. They put plaques up, art. So we stopped there, got a quick pic. You know, a fun neighborhood in Cleveland. But yeah. we're just doing a quick drive-by.
3: Yeah, took some pictures. Uh, we hit, Like you said, we had the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And Tommy uh, and me, we both uh, did... The, the, the fan machine, fan voting machine there, made sure to put yeah. our request in for Limp Biscuit, hopefully, to get into the Hall of I'd Fame love to see that. one day. Um, you know, we, we had to represent Taker in that way. Um, and maybe he'll sit there along the Hollowed House with the Foo Fighters and Kiss. Although, disappointing, no, didn't see a trace of Kiss in the Rock and Roll Hall of yes, Fame. Yes,
2: right. I'm pretty sure the owners of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame disliked Kiss, but they did thankfully give in to public pressure and at least let them get inducted, although yeah. no artifacts whatsoever.
4: You're right. That's a good call. Didn't
3: yeah. see any Foo Fighters artifacts. They had some Kurt Cobain guitars, a broken guitar up there. That was pretty neat to see. And of course, I got to see plenty of Bruce Springsteen yeah. stuff. Clarence Clemons saxophone. It was a fun thing. What, did y'all have any favorite things you saw at the um, Rock Hall? I liked seeing the. Uh,
4: I liked seeing the. Uh, it was like the. It's like a dummy or a mannequin of Trent Reznor from Woodstock '94. Yeah, I thought that was super cool. Uh, and a lot of Green Day is my, one of my favorite bands, so seeing the Green Day merchandise that was in there was, was kind of cool. It was like the uh, Green Day, I think it was their outfit, and uh, Trey Cool's drum set, so that was, it was really cool.
3: Nick, any,
1: any particular favorites? It's had some good prints memorabilia, you know, Twin Cities represent, uh, and they had some replacements, a little Midwest area, so yeah. they had a replacements uh, flyer from the 7th Street Entry, which is at the front at front of 1st Ave, which is a famous venue in the Twin Cities, and I like Heart a lot. Nice yeah, rock I love band from the seventies. Oh, cool. they, yeah. nice, they had some good artifacts from Heart, and I really like
2: Heart. Nice. nice. Let's uh, let's it would be remiss if we didn't mention the golf cart sized hot dog that was somehow suspended right. from the ceiling. I, I'm sure it's from a video or something, yeah. but I couldn't find I couldn't any. Figure out what I it was. What the, I don't know what was happening.
3: Maybe it's the hot dog that flavored the water for biscuit.
2: There you go. The oh. There you go. <laughs> it's a spoiler <laughs> of who's coming. What you
3: know? I, I thought maybe it was
4: was. Um steal my sunshine the girls. Lent? no no not even no it's uh, older band than that I'm saying the wrong song but there's a girl in a hot dog costume very famous song mm. and then the guy died the band was like early 90s right in that grudge era I uh, can't think of it yeah but they
3: don't uh, do some research. Yeah, you
4: do. You do girl in a hot dog video, and it'll come right out for it's sure. It's gonna ruin your Google, gonna Google searches be, yeah, for yeah. the rest <laughs> of your <laughs> life. Like a girl in a hot dog. Oh yeah. wait, yeah, don't, um, maybe don't do
3: that. Uh, While I'm doing that, of course, uh, Tommy decided we hadn't walked enough yesterday, so uh, he, he picked out right. a a coffee shop a uh, state away for before... <laughs> us. Uh, what what was this coffee shop? So, uh,
4: so it was my my cousin had given to me the, the tip that this coffee was really good, and it was uh, at. The 27 Club Coffee, and uh, it's a coffee shop here in Cleveland that uh, was created and made by uh, Cleveland's own Machine Gun Kelly, MGK, Uh, so we got to go there. I thought the inside was actually really cool. They had some really cool pieces there, really nice art piece, Um, and Randy actually called out that it was uh, probably, and and correctly, named after uh, all the past musicians who had passed away at the age of 27, and they had this great... uh, Painting that was kind of done up like the Last Supper painting, and it was all of the musicians who had passed away at twenty-seven. So you had uh, Amy Winehouse, you had uh, uh, Kurt Cobain, and, Jimmy they, and were, Eddrichs, Eddrichs, yeah, yeah, yeah. they were all sitting there doing that. And uh, you know, Machine Gun Kelly very popular, and it's cool to see. I always like when a city gets behind like their 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 hometown guy yeah. that's done well. So. I thought it was cool. coffee was, was good. I don't know that it was worth the 45-minute
3: walk, but I mean, try <laughs> no, i was It 100% was I needed that coffee yeah, we to needed get the coffee. through the rest of the night. To, and you um, had some really good vegan cookies there. Got a vegan there. red yeah. velvet cookie. That was delicious. Yeah. Um,
2: Alex's, Alex's red velvet cookie was so thick. Like, I'm legitimately, yeah. I, he comes up to me with it, and I'm like, is that a bath bomb? Like, what is that? And he said, no, man, it's a cookie, you know? Yeah, it yeah. gave me the boost and to
4: get through the night. Vegan cookies are not always really good, but this one was perfect.
3: Yeah. Really tasty. Spot on. Yeah. Uh, I do have a fact for you the Flying Hot Dog at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was a prop at the Fish 1997 New Year's Eve concert in ah, Florida so don't know cool. how that made it to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame but that's where it came from oh, oh very cool uh, and then uh, the, the real impetus while we went to Cleveland was to go see Randy's Cleveland Guardians play the Chicago White Sox and the uh, I mean they were doing so much to promote this game man
2: yeah, I mean, usually you go on the schedule and there's, like, no promotions or maybe one promotion. I mean, that's pretty typical. There's 162 games a year, right? Yeah. There were five promotions, I think, at this game yeah. against the White Sox, a divisional game against the Sox. It wasn't even a, a, in, um interleague play like Braves or Phillies coming to town, and it was Dollar Dog Night, uh, keeping with our hot dog theme. How the many day. hot
3: dogs were eaten? I,
2: my, I had four. Yeah.
4: I had three. I had three. There we go. All right. So
2: between the three of us, we had ten. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. <laughs> For ten bucks. I mean, yes, great. Yes. And then um, it was also two dollar beer night, and we I I, I, I quickly down. lost. I don't I don't partake in beer. It's just not my deal. But I quickly lost my entire party to the beer line as <laughs> oh, soon as yeah. we got through the gate. Yeah. Well, we had we had quite a few beers between the three of us. Yeah.
3: We had to partake in that uh, and got the free t shirt. Free shirt yeah. Friday,
2: baby. Great t shirt. Yeah. It was, uh, and for a giveaway, it was really good. I mean, it was a uh, red T-shirt with the the guardian statues on there, which the team's named after now. It uh, looks a lot better than the 2013 free shirt I had that has, like, the BP logo. The gas station logo was the sponsor that night. That's what everybody wants. Uh, yeah. So it looks. It was a good, great shirt for the free shirt, and there was also fireworks at the end of the night. Well,
3: the Guardians the won the game. Uh, you know, a nice game. Uh,
4: Andres Jimenez with a big two-run home run. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Uh, when I was
2: in the soda line, the biggest <laughs> play of the game happens when I'm in the soda line. But what are you going to do?
3: And then, yeah, there was... Uh, Little controversy whether we're gonna stay for the fireworks or not because we did have that hike back here. There's a two-hour two drive, two and a half from uh, Detroit to, to Cleveland, and I was maybe not feeling the fireworks, but uh, I absolutely, I gotta say, absolutely it, worth it. It changed The greatest, your life. greatest fireworks show yeah. I've ever seen. In yeah, America. really. I'm not even exaggerating. It was like a
4: twenty-five minute. Masterpiece of a fire fireworks show. They, whoever puts yeah. it together is unbelievable.
2: Set to like different hits, yeah, of music throughout the years, generations. of yeah. 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 generations.
4: Yeah. You, you had everyone from you know, they did they did Despacito? They did and and then they did uh, Madonna, Jimi Hendrix. Nirvana, and yeah.
2: hey, let's not forget between that baseball game and setting up the fireworks, they had the <laughs> hot dogs, the Cleveland hot dogs. That's mustard, onion, and ketchup with. Somebody Crazy Bone from Bone, from bone Thugs like and Harmony. Oh, is that who he was? Yeah. Yeah. He threw out the first pitch. And Slider on the drums. Right? One of the seven first pitchers that were thrown out. Yeah. Last night. <laughs> yes, they did. Uh, uh, I don't know, a karaoke set, a medley. I don't a know. Medley. Yeah. Essentially, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, really, that part was a lot. odd. But uh, yeah, fireworks. I mean, uh, it was worth it. It was worth Very it. Didn't cool. think it was gonna be, a be.
4: Great, great night. One, one of my most favorite uh, baseball experiences. Yeah, we live. got back yeah. at two, two bells.
3: Oh wait, oui. I don't know how you made it. Uh, uh, Randy drove us back and, and managed it, thank God but uh, then we're joined by Uncle Dave this morning and hit up the SummerSlam Superstore uh, I gotta say, way better than last year's SummerSlam Superstore, was which was like a little closet, But and this one at least had a, a nice sizable amount of merch, uh, what was y'all's review of the Superstore? It was impressive,
4: it this this was thing. really good, uh, I love the long the big posters outside of each one of the wrestlers, it made it feel like WWE had taken that over, and right across the street, they had the SummerSlam mural that was kind of on that wall, uh, that building that took over the whole thing, so I thought that was thought it was great. You really yep. felt like you were getting ready for the show. It's awesome.
2: I
3: got a poster, a pen, and a koozie. What did everybody else get?
2: I got, most of the stuff I got was for my five-year-old son, but you get it for your five-year-old son knowing that it's going to your house, so yeah, you can still yeah. maybe be yours one day. We'll see, but uh, I got him the Money in the Bank briefcase as a lunch pail. Mm. Uh, I got the, Alex found a hot dog pin, keeping with our hot dog theme for the weekend. (laughs) It just says, I was there, SummerSlam 2023, and there's a hot dog. I'm not really sure I understand that completely, but I went with it, and I got a program, one of the glossy programs. I missed the program with the insert of the card inside from when I was a kid or a teenager, Ah. but this is more like a yearbook, but my son loves those. He loves looking at the wrestlers and thumbing through that, so I got that, uh. He's an extra small youth, uh, uh, Ute at this time, and I did not I find that, but uh, Uncle Dave found the extra small uh, the small, not extra small. Yeah. So close enough, it'll only go down to his knees. Hopefully, it'll, um, you can
3: wear it in high school. Completely.
2: Yeah, I found the it's the SummerSlam I Was There shirt, which I bought for me too. Uh, yeah. but I bought an adult size for me. But uh, um, I, the one with all the all of them on the front. It was uh, the poster, so it's just oh, yeah. it's just got half Jay's face or and then half Roman's face or what, and yeah. SummerSlam on the back. I was there. And then I did get the chintzy $100 Detroit Lions mock up of the SummerSlam 23 football jersey. Oh, that was okay. That is cool. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Very good. Nick, what would you grab?
2: I grabbed a
1: venue or a Detroit shirt. Mm -hmm. I don't want to buy something that I can buy on the web. Mm -hmm. So look through. I don't want Detroit 316. DWO? No. (laughs) Don't sully the NWO with a lame thing. So I'll just take a generic ringer baseball white tee. I like non-black wrestling tees. I don't yeah, be wrong. Rare. Love yeah. my NWO tee, but I'm I'm so tired of black wrestling shirts. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. nice white tee, Detroit on it. That that worked for me, and I'll see if I can find something at to the venue tonight. So
4: yeah, sure.
3: Keep looking there.
1: Yeah,
4: I got the same shirt Randy did. Um, I got the uh, I was there with the SummerSlam poster kind of on the front of it. Uh, and then I got my annual uh, SummerSlam uh, photo frame, which I love. It's uh, I think it's great and uh, goes really nice with my collection. So we have to take a picture of all of us. Either we take a picture of all of us at, yeah, at SummerSlam, or I love the photo we took, honestly, with the wall behind us too. I think that, that looked really work. nice. I was in
2: thinking there. shirtless in the front yard here. Yeah, that, yeah. you know, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I think that might that might
4: work well. Uh, but that no, was cool. And the only thing that was disappointing was they didn't really have anything for. Um, you know, I have a three-year-old girl at home, and so they didn't have a lot of her her favorite things. No Seth Rollin toys. Um, my wife was looking forward to a Ronda Rousey Shayna shirt. We didn't have that, uh, so I have to try to find something for them at the uh, venue. Hopefully, they'll have something. Uh, I actually like your idea of the program. I think my daughter might like kind of going through that. So maybe I'll try that as well. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Dave, what'd you snag? I got the Detroit
4: Brock City. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Detroit Brock City. Yeah, that's cool. it is
1: one of the, It is one of the better wrestler plus city shirts. Yes. I'll give that one. And I
2: it did have the did. A little teeny SummerSlam logo. It's yeah. not overpowering because yeah. I don't like that on stuff on there, but it was nice that it said SummerSlam on there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Very not very just happy. the city. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: and then, oh, we got to mention, shout out to uh, who got the buddies for us?
2: Oh, yeah, Michael Witkowski, M-Dub. Uh, he ended up going to the Superstar yesterday while we were in Cleveland. And there were the Undertaker um, plush buddies. I think that they're going to... They haven't even Which we've seen.
3: Yet. Me and you and Steven had seen some renders of, but there was never any no. info on release date or when these were supposed to be coming out. So yeah. it was surprising to see people posting that.
2: Either we're getting an advance on it, or maybe this is it? Yeah,
3: who knows? I, I don't think
2: this is it. Then it's like, don't take it out of that plastic. Yeah. I, <laughs> you never know
4: when you might want to You know. see how it does on the and secondary web.
2: I asked him, could you grab three or two or whatever you can grab, And then we will pay you tomorrow because I can't guarantee it will be there by the time we get to the Superstore on Saturday and...
3: Thankfully, he did. There was, was one, one there, and there was, and it was in someone's arm
2: when we got there. Yeah, and
3: yeah. there was. That could have taken. Supposed, yeah, supposed sure. <laughs> to be. We saw pictures of a Hogan and a Cody. Like there were other ones for sale this weekend, but I didn't see a single one besides no. that one Undertaker.
2: And the tires—they had the tires that say SummerSlam. Yeah, like who wants who, that? Who wants that?
3: <laughs> <You know? laughs> if I might rub that on my wife would like, Really? <laughs> <laughs> if we
2: needed a stuffed tire
4: that said
3: SummerSlam. Speaking of tires, I mean Ford's Ford. Ford's Garage, Ford's garage oh restaurant my God. the Tire sink yes. so unbelievable the
2: best this trip can do for me is an A minus because I didn't get to Ford's Garage
3: <laughs> we got Buddy's Pizza though Buddy's pizza, pizza was A plus fantastic so, um, alright so that brings us to here we're, we're, we're gonna uh, let's run through the SummerSlam card like I said what we want to do is uh, we will go through the match card and then we can all throw a prediction out or any surprises we want to guess on or think is gonna be happening here tonight um very excited. What what's what's everybody just most excited for coming in for tonight?
2: Uh, I think I'm just excited to experience SummerSlam. Period, because that's another check off my Big Four checklist, which I haven't I haven't checked something off of that since Royal Rumble 09, so it's been a minute. Okay. Oh, dang! But also the obvious main event. I, I the best thing in WWE for the last couple of years has been the Bloodline yeah. storyline. So to see it continue or end today. Um. Is, is, is awesome to see Roman Reigns wrestle. He's an attraction. He's becoming an attraction like The Undertaker almost with his schedule. And then to see him wrestling Jey Uso, and I think... I don't know that they would ever switch the belt or switch the title. Uh, we'll have to talk about that as we go. But I think that's the most appropriate ending if they were to choose that. So I'm anxious to see that them wrestle today, and I hope they put on a banger whoever wins. Yeah.
3: Uh, Nick, what are you coming in most excited for?
2: Definitely the main event. Uh, I mean, I think...
1: Any way you cut it, the crowd will be hot, and that's that always helps. That's what'll drive it. Um, they've had a lot of hot crowds recently, so getting a hot crowd, even even if the the predictable happens, the hot crowd will help. People buying on every false finish. So we gotta that's, live up to Puerto Rico, right? I don't <laughs> think that's possible. That crowd was nuclear that. hot. That was that was crazy.
3: Uh, and Tommy.
4: Uh, for me, you know, a couple things. Number one, you know, the idea of being at Ford Field. Uh, I have been going on wrestling trips a lot, really, since 2011, uh, at least like outside of the New York area, and so being able, to, one of the first ones I thought about doing was actually WrestleMania 23, which you went to, Randy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, thinking back to that show with the great saliva theme song that I loved, and, you know, Shawn Michaels, uh, Shawn Michaels John Cena.
3: Oh, so good.
4: Undertaker, Batista. Like, that was a great, great show. So being able to now be there at Ford Field, didn't get to go to Mania 23, uh, but being able to be there, I'm stoked for that um i'm excited honestly for the battle royal i think they threw that out there i'm really pumped to be able to see uh la night there i know everybody gonna be chanting l a night and i'm ready for it it'll be fun so uh, i can't wait to be there i'm happy to be there with all of you guys as well
3: absolutely yeah the battle royal. i'm a sucker for a good battle royal i think that'll be good uh i think the women are gonna show off tonight and be uh, very entertaining but brock and cody he's probably my most yeah. anticipated match uh, i Seeing Brock Russell is always exciting, and uh, I haven't seen Cody since that AEW show I went to a few years ago. So um, yeah, he wasn't at SummerSlam last year. So it'll be exciting, right, to see him here uh, in that match tonight. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about the card. I don't know if this is the official order or anything. I'm just getting this off the Observer website. But the Battle Royal, the Slim Jim Battle Royal.
4: oh we should have gotten them Slim Jim. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they might be giving him away. They away might tonight. be. Um, as of last night. Supposed to be a twenty-five person battle royal, but right now they've announced: um, La Knight, obviously Santos Escobar, Butch of the uh, Brutes, Throwing Brutes, Ridge Holland, Grayson Waller, The Miz, AJ Styles, Karrion Cross, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Sheamus, Shinsuke, Champa, Gable, Otis, and Matt Riddle. So that's
4: nine more spots.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Wouldn't yeah. be surprised to see a few surprises there. Um, I, I mean, the obvious choice would be L.A. Knight. Uh, who do y'all think is yeah. going to take it? Do they go the obvious route, or are they going to try to swerve us again?
2: Well, we know Sergeant Slaughter's in town, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> we know. That's true. Maybe
4: one more run
3: for the Sergeant. <laughs> Had a great run in the gimmick battle. <laughs> yeah. in a while. Yeah. Iron Sheik won't be there to stop yeah. him from winning this one.
2: I wouldn't be mad at L.A. Knight winning, um, but I wonder if Grayson Waller. Ah, uh, that's a good call. Yeah, I like that. It's going to get... I mean, because they like to... I think it's going to be certainly a mix of heels and faces winning, and it seems like, for whatever reason, they keep holding off on L.A. night. I don't know why, so I wonder if the next they'll hand it off to Grayson Waller and get everybody kind of angry, just to pay us off later with something. Another good finish in another match. Got to uh, go with L.A. night.
3: Yeah.
2: I wouldn't yeah. be mad at that. Uh, I'm going to go with a little outside the box pick uh, just because LA Knight
4: won last night on SmackDown, looks so strong. So that typically means WWE's going with a different direction. Just had a big NXT show, and conspicuous by his absence was Braun Breaker. Ooh, so I'm yeah. thinking Braun Breaker debuts and wins that Battle Royal. Uh,
3: I do also think it might be a surprise, uh, especially with how, how strong they pushed LA Knight last night. Don't know about Braun Breaker. I don't have a good surprise prediction. Uh, I don't think it'll be Bray Wyatt, uh, but uh, I don't think it'll be Braun Breaker so. either. Um, I don't know who it'll be. Uh, I'm just going to say, I think it'll be someone we haven't heard uh, on the card. That, that's my prediction for the Battle Royal.
2: Just know if it's The Undertaker, I'm going to need new characters. If The Undertaker <laughs>
3: makes an appearance at this show with this group here, I,
4: I, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just clap. I'll be so happy for you guys if
1: that happens.
3: All right, we got the women's championship triple threat between Charlotte, Bianca Belair, and the champion, Asuka. Now, Tommy, I know your daughter is uh glad she's not here because uh, she does not want to see Asuka uh, yeah. live and in person again.
2: Is she afraid of Asuka or does she just dislike Asuka? Petrified of Asuka. I got gotcha, you. Uh, Asuka the
4: yeah. with the big mask and then the painted face, and she was like, whoo, right out of the room. <laughs> so... Um, but yeah, I think this one, I, I, like, I, I think this will be a great match. I'm excited for it. I do think that Charlotte Flair gets the win here, and then that uh, causes Bianca Belair to snap and uh, continue kind of her more aggressive, you know, heel will And Interesting. Who knows, maybe she ends up be, jumping in that group with Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits.
3: Ooh, okay, okay. I like that. Anyone else?
1: I'm afraid that Tommy is correct nah. with Charlotte, because that's just, it's Charlotte. I would like Asuka to win. She feels like a yeah. third wheel in her own feud. This has been a not great run. She's not been doing much, but I'd like her to win and then to spin off Belair and Charlotte into their own feud with the more aggressive Belair and have them be able to do something not with the title and have Asuka take on other comers, push a couple people, keep on teasing That's
2: That's a good program, but... I'm afraid that Charlotte will win. Yeah. Me too. Um, But I'm going to hope that because you're right, Asuka's run has been vanilla. As vanilla as this Fago cream soda that we have in front of us here. Um, It's been very vanilla. And you're right, she's been on third wheel in her own division right now because she is the champion. What crown jewel to hopefully give this reign a little luster than to beat Bianca, or as my my five-year-old son can't say Bianca, so he calls her bonky. (laughs) <laughs> to, to beat Bonky and Charlotte in a triple threat and retain at SummerSlam will hopefully put a little bit of luster on that reign. And then you're right. Charlotte has had the belt. I mean, does she want – is she going to break Ric Flair's record?
3: Probably. At some point. Probably at yeah. some point. I mean, yes. she's young
2: enough. Give her some more time. Yeah, she right. doesn't need to break it now. She can go right. off with Bonky, and they can have their own feud. And then I do like Bianca snapping because she didn't – she shouldn't have even lost this belt in the first place. That's a great angle, and they should yeah. keep going with that. So I'm definitely thinking Oscar retains. I'll join that
3: crowd. I'll say Oscar retains sort of this, a similar scenario that you guys are saying. I mean, Bianca's got a pin and Charlotte breaks it up. They get into an argument and Oscar gets a roll-up or something on, on one of them and uh, it sneaks away with the title there and spins off into a Charlotte-Bianca feud. Uh, we got Gunther against Drew McIntyre defending the Intercontinental Championship. Now... Has Gunther set the record, or is he coming close on it? He hasn't set it yet, okay. he's coming close. So, obviously, that's the big story there. Can he break the honky-tonk man's record? Uh, will he retain it tonight, or will Drew McIntyre um, uh, end that hope for the record-breaking title reign?
2: I think we had talked about in the car uh, yesterday, long, long ride to Cleveland, plenty of time to talk. We had talked about, is this going to be... You like to give every big pay-per-view, every city... It's hosting a big a pay-per-view, a title change. Like, we yeah. saw that. That was ours. Is it going to be a world title change? Or is this going to be the title change as we saw Gunther's reign as Intercontinental Champion end at the hand of Drew McIntyre, and then he goes up to, obviously, a more main event picture. Some people have him winning the Rumble in January. Mm. Yeah, Maybe he's got to start gearing up for that. For that, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> They want this record. They want to get... Stop talking about Honky Tonk Man. They're get so someone sick,
3: newer in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, I
4: like this prestigious belt,
1: yeah.
3: Well, my hope is that the Honky Tonk Man comes out of oh. the crowd tonight uh, <laughs> oh and hits yes. him with the title to prevent him from keeping that record, helps Drew McIntyre win, uh, that would pop me more than anything. So that's my official prediction for tonight. He may even be part of the show officially. He may actually just be in the grout as a fan and run out for a shoot and a tag.
4: <laughs> yeah, you know, I, a, lot, a lot of people might be tired of Honky Tonk Man. I can't get enough Honky Tonk Man. So I would be disappointed. I don't like all of these old, time-honored records just all being broken here. So I'd like to see Drew get the win here. I think Lord knows he needs a big win after he... You know, lost a Clash of the Castle, then hopped on the mic for Open MC Night and started singing tunes. So I would love to see Drew get a win, and I don't know if Drew returns to WWE if it was just to lose to Gunther. I think he probably was promised something, so I'm hoping that what he was promised was winning the of
2: Belt. Sidebar: Is the Honky Tonk Man still cool, cocky, and bad? Absolutely, I yes. think so. Yeah. yeah, I think he's cool, cocky, and oh, bad. Bad. Okay.
3: <laughs> Uh, I mean, that, yeah, that Drew McIntyre, Clash of the Castle, we were talking yesterday, it's very similar to Lex Luger here 30 yeah. years ago in Detroit, getting the count win over Yokozuna, and then having the balloons Ooh-hoo. and confetti he, coming out.
2: He got the Rocky finish. He didn't win the belt, but he won it life, yeah. Alex. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins defends against Finn Balor. Uh, of the Judgment Day, a lot of drama there with Damian Priest. Of course, I'm sure Dominic and Rhea will all be involved. Will this be the title change for the night?
2: I don't think so. No, I don't you think, think so. Seth retains. I think it didn't. I feel like Seth just won it. And I mean, maybe that is the reason that they'll switch it because it feels like we're in the business of long, huge arduous title reigns, and he just got that title, that new title. And yeah.
3: that's why I think they will change it sure. because it's a new title, and they want to establish, you know, the lineage a little bit. Got a hot shot. I'm in. kind of surprised they haven't done it yet. So yeah, you got to add a few title reigns there. And why bring in a second title? Uh, we, we brought in a second title or a third title, really, because Roman is never losing, so we don't need to have two champions who never lose either. Um, and then, of course. Finn lost last month, and then we were just talking to the car a minute ago. Why is he getting a rematch? He lost clean. He didn't lose the title. He shouldn't have a rematch clause, uh, but he's getting one anyway. Seems like, to me, the only reason to do that would be to give him the title and then maybe have some tension between him and uh, Priest. Um, what do you guys think?
4: Yeah, I completely agree. You know, I was surprised Finn Balor got another match here. Uh, I really did not expect him to after pretty much losing clean last time around. So I feel like if you have this match, it's got to be to give him the title. Uh, At least I sure hope so. I like Rollins. I like what they're doing with Rollins. But I think there's also a cool story there of, hey, Rollins is trying so hard to be a fighting champion that it got the better of him. And now here he is and uh, he loses the belt. I think it would really kind of bring Finn up and I love the idea of now Finn being the champion and kind of waiting in the wings as Damian Priest is he going to turn on Finn is he going to go after maybe Roman's title and I'm sure Finn's going to be pushing him to do that uh, but I think that, that adds a lot of excitement to it and uh, yeah I think Finn Balor wins the belt tonight
1: I do not Rollins okay. will retain All right. Finn will uh, he'll put on a good show and then in the end the Judgment Day maybe Priest looks like he's going to cash in just like on Raw is about to Rollins takes advantage of the situation Finn's upset screaming gets a curb stomp loses or maybe just a roll up who knows
3: yeah Uh, any chance we see the demon tonight you know does he need to bring the demon out to get the win because he couldn't win last month no, no. no. Got a, got a yeah, he got, so. He's got a lot of <laughs> uh, he's got a lot of
4: history with the demon at SummerSlam, it, was, At 2016. That's so. how he won in 2016. I could I could, I could see be, that. Man. That could be cool. Yeah.
2: yeah. Let me We're tell you what's almost seen it since Mania. What's almost as demon-like is that picture on your computer screen right now. Is uh, during their contract signing, Seth Rollins has his feet up on the desk and he's got uh, shoes on with no socks and. Uh, as a guy who wore shoes with very low socks yesterday and has uh, a Kurt Schilling now-sized blister on my ankle and heel, um, so he's got socks on. He's got the no-show. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was wearing yesterday, yeah. and I can show you my heel right now. <laughs> I, <know.
4: laughs> so, yeah. I we walked so much. I feel horrible. I uh-huh. yeah, got twenty thousand steps. Uh, you know what?
2: Most of, most of that blister, I think, formed on the way to the MG, MGK <laughs> coffee house. I yeah. Feel.
3: Sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Tommy, I know you're very excited about this, and especially your wife is. Uh, yeah. Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey, no title, but this is an MMA rules match, which I believe they explained is submissions or knockouts. So no pinfall, submissions or knockouts. Or, oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, so uh, why is uh, why is your wife so excited about that? And who do you think's gonna win this one?
4: Tommy? Yeah. So I mean, we we loved Ronda when she was in in UFC uh we went to all every single one of her fights we would we'd go out to watch uh and we just like loved it and i loved the idea sometimes you sit through like a six hour show and ronda was the main event and then ronda's match would be 20 seconds she'd just attack like a tiger and win the match um so her coming to WWE for us was like this is amazing this is about as good as it can possibly get and then we also because of ronda like shayna like jessamine duke like uh marina shakar so uh you know we're just big fans of all of them and uh You know, I think my wife likes Ronda so much, too, because she doesn't watch the Every Week product, so she only knows her as the pay-per-view Ronda, so she doesn't know that she's kind of had a little bit of a rough go at it here. Uh, But being here for this is great. I do think this will probably be, uh, in my opinion, Ronda's last appearance in WWE, at least for the foreseeable future. And uh, so I think Shayna gets the win. I think it will be pretty decisive, too. And hopefully this leads to Shayna being a monster and uh, being somebody that can challenge for the world title at WrestleMania.
1: Shayna's got to win. she's got to get back some of that old NXT style mystique. She's got to really we need we need new top uh, women talent to, to challenge for these two belts. This would be a huge push for Shayna and I'll represent Shayna as a fellow Minnesota Vikings
2: fan <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. from South Dakota so I'm pulling for Shayna all the way. Uh, yeah, I'm also pulling for Shayna. And when Ronda does lose, which hasn't been often, because you're right, she's the Brock Lesnar yeah. of the That's women's great, divisions. great one, yeah. Somebody that can legitimately kill you, you mm-hmm. know? And so, but when she does lose, she goes away. Like, it, yeah. she doesn't lose and usually show up the next day. Hey, guys. So <laughs> I think you're right. If this is rumored to be her last appearance for a while, you put Shayna over, Shayna looks strong, and then hopefully Shayna can be like Ronda. And they're forward. friends. Right. So, I mean, yeah. I don't...
1: If they asked Ronda to lose to... Anyone else, maybe she's not interested, but to lose to her friend, I think she's much more up
2: for doing that and making it look good. Will the MMA part, it doesn't always translate to a pro wrestling crowd. Some people do both, and that's great, but not everybody does. Is that going to bore some of the people? Yeah, I think she passes out in the
1: Kirafuda clutch. Yeah. That's how it goes. And that's still enough, like a wrestling finish. But no tap. I think she'll well, maybe a tap, but she could do the pass out to keep some some strength there. Yeah, yep. I can see that.
3: Yeah, I think she'll. I think it'll be something like that to protect Ronda a little bit. But yeah, I, I, it does seem like Ronda might be wrapping up a little bit, and this is a way for her to put over her best friend uh, on the way out, give her that big win. And and certainly we know that they've been wanting to do a match like this for a long time. Yeah. you know they've been wanting to have this chance to show off. And I do think I don't know. I, I think the crowd would be into it. Like it seems like they've been excited for it, despite Ronda's. Promos. <laughs> the, the idea of seeing these two legit badasses be able to to go out it in the ring does seem a little bit exciting. So. The uh, the Linda McMahon School of Broadcasting. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Ron Rousey, Rhodes Scholar.
3: Okay, uh, three more matches left. We got uh, the uh, mainstream star Logan Paul mm. going up against Ricochet. Uh, Randy, what do you think about this one?
2: It, this is, I mean, based on, was it their interaction? Was that at the Royal Rumble where they, like, yeah. flew from either side of the ring yeah. and they collided in the yeah. middle? Like, it was a comic book. Yeah, I was. Mean, And I think that was the was impetus awesome. for this match. And that's so funny because the end of Rumble 07, Sean and Taker, I think the WWE realized, oh, that was a great final, too. We got something here. And that brought about WrestleMania 25, I yep. think. And so similar here that moment was so good. Mm-hmm. I think that brought about you guys you guys want to do a match at SummerSlam. You know, I think they both were going to be into it. I think it's going to be high flying, amazingly entertaining. And I think Logan Paul does get his win here cuz he's taking some L's. And yeah. you got to oh, yeah. you got to give him some credit cuz typically if a big celebrity guy is coming in semi regularly, not a one off. I mean, he's not going to come in to lose and he's taking some L's. I think he gets a he gets the win here and Ricochet's happy to be part of the big show. Yeah, I mean that's
1: Total concur, I think Paul needs that L, or he needs that win. Ricochet, he takes a lot of Ls, so what? what's the matter for right. him? Um, but this has got to be, Paul's got to get that, and who knows where he goes from here, but he'll look good here. Yeah, This is the one-year anniversary of Logan Paul's last
4: win in WWE oh at gosh. SummerSlam 2022, so I completely agree. It's a must. Um, I think he's got to get the big win here, and I think this being a part of SummerSlam in a one-on-one match for Ricochet at such a high-profile match against Logan Paul is a win for him, so yep. I don't think he needs to actually win.
3: You're going to take the over or under of three holy bleep chance in this match for something that they do? Oh, I think the over <laughs> for over, sure, yeah. Over, yeah, I'll, I'll, be I'll over. pound over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm excited for it, man. I uh, I know, um, Nick, you're saying he... Oh, you will know, be a bathroom got, break. I cannot yeah, he's stand go no. Man, oh. I think, uh, don't care for him as a person, but in-ring personality, man, I've loved every single one of his matches. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what he does. I think he's like... Uh, incredibly talented and just a natural he there. has no business no. being as good as None. he is like None.
2: I remember growing up as a kid and like Lawrence Taylor did a yeoman's job at Wrestlemania 11 yeah, yeah. it is nowhere even close to what Logan Paul yeah is doing yeah. or Bad Bunny is yeah. doing it is crazy what it they can crazy.
3: do I thought Kevin Green in WCW was mm. like the gold standard yeah. Or, yeah, it or was, was for a long alone. time yeah. Rodman for sure yeah All right, uh, match. I am hyped for probably my most hyped match. Like I said, Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar, number three of their trilogy. Does Cody finish the story here?
1: This is the story. I don't know the story. What is the story? There's a story to this. (laughs) Okay, finally finish the story. Um, (laughs) I think the story is I. I don't know what the story is. Why do you attack Brock? That's not a story. Come on, Cody's gonna win. Brock's gonna go away for X months. Until he needs more money.
2: Why did why do we know why Rock ever attacked? Curry? No, we, we do not. Said. Why? They made a joke of it recently. Yeah, they're never going to tell you. Other than he can't challenge Roman Reigns for the title as long as Roman is champion. So maybe it was like you didn't finish, you didn't win the belt off of Roman, so I can challenge for the belt. so I'm angry at you, but no, no, I'm no. I'm inventing that. I uh, don't know. Yeah, we Right. Yeah. Uh, right. Don't worry about
4: it. <laughs> they're not worrying about it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, th- I thought, yeah. think Cody's got to get the win here. It's yeah. got to be big. It's got to be decisive. Brock's probably not going to be back the rest of the year unless they come back for the Saudi show. So uh, I think this has got to be a win for Cody, and I'm just waiting for a little
2: what, right afterwards, uh, getting ready for the future. What? More importantly, let's, let's just more. What kind of vehicle is? It's like it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's like the Undertaker's streak is now. Yeah. We have what kind of all-terrain vehicle is Brock Lesnar going to drive down? at SummerSlam.
3: There's some t shirts there in the store with a monster truck. Monster truck, truck a yeah. Detroit monster truck. Uh, and didn't, was that in Detroit where Hogan and the Giant had the um, monster truck battle on top of the uh, Oh, my gosh. Hall? It, it might have been, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so maybe it'll be a thing. Yeah, throwback. or when Austin <laughs>
4: ran over the rocks
3: uh, cars with it. Mm-hmm. So. What would be the most random farm equipment Brock Lesnar could drive out on?
2: We, last year was the tractor. The tractor, the Tractor, last tractor year. in Nashville because yeah. he's Cowboy Brock. Yeah. I, I don't, will, and I,
3: will it be something Ford related I mean like, so, like, like a Cena Ford, came yeah. out in the Mustang you know, I, I, I can heavy duty F350 Some
4: big time Ford like Ford's got a new car coming out and they want to promote it so they're going to send Brock out in yeah. that I can definitely see something he like that. drives
2: a Mustang from Ford's garage restaurant <laughs> to the ring and then he he there's a ramp there with and the he, burger
3: <laughs> with the stamp
2: he, on the and top and then he drives he jumps the ring like evil Knievel that's what's going to happen. He, Boston,
3: bring out, drive out in an
2: electric Mustang, and then he's just going to pick
3: it up over his head <laughs> and assault Cody Rhodes with him. There you go. <laughs> All right. The main event, the Tribal Council match, or <laughs> Tribal Combat match, excuse me. Roman Reigns and Jey Uso here. Uh... Do we know? I think we were talking. Is the is the family banned from ringside, or have they stopped bringing that up? They is
2: mentioned it once.
4: They mentioned it once, and
2: then they never talked about it again. Okay, yeah. So yeah. maybe they. So that the makes the you feel like there's there. no Jimmy. Well, he's dead anyway. He's yeah. hurt, You know, he's he's out of play here. Yeah. So Jimmy's he's out. Tired.
3: He's got to be back.
2: No, in Kishi. some fashion tonight. Jimmy has to be able. I mean, right? so is Sammy Zayn's bored. Is he not family? Maybe mm. he can come down. You mm. know what I mean? You see that not doing anything tonight. Right. I, who would be able to come down to? You know they're gonna overcook this match a little bit. Just yeah. Bit.
4: yeah. If you can't tell I am also a little much with the fantasy booking. But for me what this uh <laughs> what would be cool is if Naomi were to return to WWE, help Roman win. Now you got the kinda which side is Jimmy gonna be on here, the side when of his wife back, when he yeah. comes
1: back or with Jay and you have your first woman as part of the bloodline. Is she carrying the Impact title when she comes Ooh. back? Oh, is she uh, the Impact champion? She's the Impact you women's know, uh, champion, uh, champion right now, so it seems less likely. Yeah, that
4: here. that's That's a good call. That's title. true. I mean, that is true. And that was a cool deal too when they did uh, that.
3: Well, we can't have Rekishi. Can we have Shokishi? Come out? Oh, <laughs> <that>. Shokishi.
4: <laughs> if he can get off of his, uh, what show does he
3: do commentary for? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> whatever duties he has in AEW, if he can get out of those. After Dark or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Um, all right, is, is everybody saying? I, I know a lot of y'all have been saying you think it might be Jay. Are you actually going to go on record I, and say no? I, see a title change.
2: Roman Reigns will win. I think. I hope that we were talking about in the car the other day about making stars and going in different directions. and actually do it. Yeah. Like, don't just lead us to. Oh, Sammy might be a star. Just kidding. Right. Or like, just then do it. Like, go with the weird, the weird scenario. Go with it. Let it yeah. play out. See what happens. And I would love if Jay Uso three years ago was main eventing pay-per-views against Roman and lost, and he had to fall in line. That was the rules. Yeah. And then they had this huge bloodline run, and Jay always remembered how he was mistreated three years ago. Comes back to end the bloodline. He's the new tribal chief. He's the champion. Like, do it, even if it's a shorty. Yeah. Just do it. Like, let's do the let's do the weird. Let's do that uh, counterculture. Let's do it. But I don't think they'll do it. <laughs> okay. Nick, are thrilled, they doing
1: it? I'd be thrilled if they did it, but they're not going to do it. I do gonna, not I think know. that they view... Jay, they view him as a main event guy. He's on the poster. He's going to be in the main event tonight. But I don't think they view him as the top guy. You're the top guy if you're Karen, if you beat Roman Reigns. You're not just the top guy. You're not Seth Rollins. You're you're the top guy. You're on the Tonight yeah. Show. You got the belt. Yep. Yeah. And no, they no. don't. The, I think Roman holds it until Mania.
4: Yep.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. Again, Tommy.
4: It's it's uh it's great to be here for this. Uh, I remember I hated that entire Thunderdome uh, era. I understand it was a necessity, but. The one thing that got me to come back to WWE during that Thunderdome was when all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute, they're doing Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns for the title? This is, this is pretty cool. And now here we are, three years, we're full circle. Um, I have predicted that Drew was going to be the guy. I predicted Sammy was going to be the guy. I predicted Cody was going to be you the guy. I fall for it every time. I fall for it every <laughs> time. I <laughs> thought Matt Riddle had a shot to be the guy. Uh. So I can't, uh, at this stage, I can't I can't go against Roman. I just feel like, uh, also, I mean, part of me is like... That means it's going to happen. Right, so tonight will be the one time. Uh, You're the jinx, and we'll all be happy. Will be, I mean, I I'll know. be happy if they yeah. pull the trigger. So I'm going to go with Roman to retain the title.
2: And i got to say... I don't hate Roman. This no, isn't, I this like isn't, it. Yeah. This isn't like the John Cena days of yore where we all were sick of him. And I love the new Roman Reigns. Oh, 100%. I love yeah. it. So it won't hurt me if he wins. I just would love Jey Uso to, to end that Follow the story it. to its conclusion. Finish the yeah. story for Jey Uso.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I agree. I don't know. Maybe you could see something. Maybe Paul Heyman? He's not family maybe right. he turns on Roman and, and goes with Jay instead and hitches his wagon to him. Roman turns babyface. Uh, there's, there's ways they could do it, but I don't see it happening at SummerSlam. You I don't know, think It's, it's got to happen at Mania, if, it, if it's going to happen, whenever it happens. Um, yeah. All right. Well, any more uh, out-on-a-limb predictions for Red? Any, any surprises you're thinking about? Are we going to see a Money in the Bank cash in? Men or women, Maybe. Any returns, any, anything on your mind you want to throw out there on the record? Uh, and then we'll review it when we get back.
4: Uh, I've been saying that, you know, I do think at, there's not a clear path for Cody Rhodes after the SummerSlam. I, I think the next, next step would be him and Roman. I don't think we're going to get there till Mania. So I think you're going to get somebody to return at the end of that Cody Rhodes-Brock match. I've been saying it all week, and I'll say it again. I do think it will be the returning Bray Wyatt I know it's being reported I know he's you know whatever but I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt Okay. and uh, that's going to be my pick.
3: I love it anybody else
2: I would love an Undertaker appearance yeah. even if it's not substantial I want that more than anything we're getting yeah, under- a Kid Rock, appearance, Rock appearance, appearance for you guys officially. Oh, we, we are getting a Kid yeah. Rock <laughs> appearance which we can just <laughs> <laughs> leave after that right uh, I, dude I love Kid
4: Rock I know a lot of people he, he, he salty on him but I think uh, he's got a lot of great things for WWE he got a lot of his video packages in the past were great so Hall Detroit of fame. why not have him come out yeah. you know that'd be cool
3: uh, money in the bank, either money in the bank.
4: I think they'll the tease women's? for sure. Yeah, they're gonna tease. For they'll for tease sure. on they'll both, tease. I assume. But forgot about sure I in the belt. the the one that's that could be yeah, maybe.
3: Dom Rhea, we're gonna see them. Maybe we'll see them. They'll hang out. Yeah. They'll be yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe
4: Charlotte wins that triple threat. By Bianca gets so mad, goes crazy, laser out.
1: And then, boom, Eos guy comes cashes
4: in. That's a good way to
2: get the boo-yay reaction. You got a
1: lot of matches on this card. I just think it's a shame that Rhea or Dom don't have a match. Agreed. He has the most heat in the company, bar none. carry Raw. And she is so over, although she gets heat when she's with Dom. They're such a good combination. But whether it was together as a mixed tag or something, to not have them on the card, I think that was... If there's a thing that I think is missing, that's... They, they should have been on the card yeah
3: uh, I will go if we need an opponent for Cody I'll throw out Randy Orton oh that'd uh, be really seen cool Randy Orton in a long time man, so. forget about my Bray Wyatt I like your idea uh, better I don't know, <laughs> that'd be I don't cool. know. Something, something exciting could be uh, alright Dave you got anything no nope <laughs> <laughs> I hope Ray shows up yeah, yeah. yeah. what uh, match are you I most excited for
2: what what match Okay. Cody and Brock, Detroit, Cody he, he bought the Detroit Brock City shirt. Yeah.
3: That's right. you know. All right. Uh, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. We've had a blast. I can't wait to close it out with the show tonight. I'm sure we will come back here and talk about what idiots we are, about the <laughs> obvious things that we missed <laughs> and how wrong we were, but hopefully we talk about how much fun we had. So uh, we will do try to do that uh, I'm sure we'll be buzzing tonight, so we will yeah. probably do it tonight. Yeah. If not, we'll do it in the morning, and uh, you guys can uh, laugh at us. Uh, if you've already watched the show, you can laugh at our predictions and, and hear us uh, recap those here. But uh, until then, take her easy. All right, we are back here, and uh, I think we're all feeling like we went through a uh, tribal combat match last night after the past after the <laughs> uh, three days of maybe... Eight or nine hours sleep over the past three days, it seems like. But uh, yeah, we survived it. SummerSlam 2023 is in the books. Uh, we made it there, um, waited outside the arena for, I don't know, we got in like 40, 40 45 minutes. minutes. It, about, yeah. it looked uh, looked scary <laughs> when we got there and saw the line uh, across, God, that was, it was pretty big.
2: Past Comerica Park yeah. and over past Woodward Avenue, yeah. which is, if you know Detroit at all, that's pretty far from the door.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we got in there and uh, made it to the seats, good seats, had a great time. Um, We're going to recap our predictions from yesterday and just talk about the show. But uh, uh, Tommy, it's like a one-sentence review uh, of the SummerSlam 2023 experience. Oh, wow. That's...
4: uh, So SummerSlam 2023 experience in one sentence. I'd say it was a really fun show. Um,
1: with some really fun people. How's that?
4: That's good. Oh, that's good. It's a hallmark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Nick, what about you? I'd say it was a pretty good show with some problems with the venue. Mm,
3: okay. Yep. We'll get into that. Randy?
2: Yep. I, would, I would say a adequate show, adequate to good show, even better time. Mm. With ah, I love yep. that. That's yep. great.
3: Oh he's doing the heart on the audio podcast. <laughs> well, another hallmark there. You
4: had an adequate to good year. Now you have to have a really great birthday. There you go.
2: There you go.
3: <laughs> I'll uh, I'll agree with everyone. I'll say some some fun surprises and things that caught me off guard and I uh, feel like I got my money's worth. I had a great time. So, uh... Yeah, show kicked off with Logan Paul and Ricochet, and uh, as, as Tommy mentioned, and uh, in the car with us, and I think we saw on social media. Looks like the reason he did that was to get away for his brother's boxing match, yeah. uh, run out on his private jet, so he got to go on first. But uh, what did y'all think of the opener?
2: It was, I can't believe... He he was in Dallas. By the time we left that arena that night, yeah man, yeah yeah, yeah. he was already in Dallas to watch his brother. Oh, was that where crazy. they had? Them, that's where they had the match. Yeah, wow. that was crazy. It's really crazy. I think I think the match was everything it was supposed to be. I mean, I, I want to watch the tape back, of course, because I think it's different being there live as opposed to what you're used to seeing with all the camera cuts and stuff. I missed the Kevin Dunn camera cuts. Um, right. But uh, but yeah, man, they did. they did their high flying stuff. So that way, if you, the high flying wrestling people got their fill right right at the jump.
3: Yeah, I mean, solid opener. Yeah, uh, That's a good choice for an opener, uh, as any, um, with all the high spots and the big bumps. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. I don't know anything super memorable as the Royal Rumble moment, but obviously Logan Paul does get the win there. I think we all nailed that one, didn't we? 1-0. Uh,
4: yeah, I think I think my friend uh, who texted me after the match was like, and I think he's kind of the same as most people. Like, he comes out, and everyone's booing him out of the building. Oh, I hate this guy. He's the worst. And then, like as it goes on, like I think he's gotten. He's always been really athletic. I think that he has gotten and made an effort. This is Logan Paul uh, to improve in the ring significantly. I thought mm-hmm. there was a lot more uh, to Alex's point. You know, we all expected this insanity, right? Like your your young bucks, early two thousand twelve young bucks type match, right? Where it's just uh, move after move after move. But I think he's actually really tried to improve and work on his ring psychology. I actually thought it was probably my favorite of. Uh, logan's Paul's match probably since uh he had the roman one in uh in saudi arabia and mm. uh, the, i think his best one honestly still the miz from last year's summer I, I thought that was great yeah. but yeah. uh yeah no i thought it was i thought it was a really good match and i think uh i think my favorite spot that they did was uh when when ricochet hit him with the uh
2: the uh neck breaker but it it's like a spinning neck breaker off the right. top right oh yeah i was like that was gnarly that, that was said, pretty good no, that was cool that's uh, a good point. It was uh, it was high-flying, but it was not a typical spot fest. Yeah, And they actually had exactly. some wrestling going on, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: and the crowd was into it. crowd was good all night. Uh kept that streak of WWE pay-per-view crowds being hot all night, and we tried to contribute to that as best we could. Yeah. Uh, then the big surprise, I was shocked when the video package rolled up for Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar second yeah. on the card. Uh, that seemed like it came out of nowhere, and... Uh, I'll go ahead and say that was my match of the night for me. I enjoyed that. It felt very old school. I loved all the count out stuff they were doing. Um, that, that always speaks to me. And then, um, yeah, of course, Brock's suplexes and then Cody coming out with the win there at the end with the multiple uh, crossroads. And again, I think we were all two for two on that prediction. Yes, sir. Uh, did y'all like that as much as I did?
1: I don't know if <clears throat> I liked it, I don't know if I'd like it as much if I liked it as much as you. I thought that the countouts worked because they played it just right. That kind of thing. If you do do it too much, you go too long, it begins to look a little ridiculous. It also takes the pacing out, because you're just waiting nine seconds, somebody gets F fived outside the ring, you wait nine more seconds. But they did it enough times where it was almost gonna get annoying, and then they just went to the heat at the end of the match with some more uh, some more action in the ring. I thought it was it was pretty good. Uh, Brock can sometimes be very Brock in yes. a match. Yes. So there was, this was a bit of a different flavor, which I appreciated.
4: Yeah, um, you know, prior to the show, there was a little uh, little area you can go to. It was like a lounge area that uh, Alex and I had a you know a drink or two prior to it starting. So unfortunately, two two matches in, I had to go run down and try to have to go take care of the facilities and all that. So yes. Uh, I had and I hated doing it because I'm like because I also was like what match am I going to be able to do this during everything was all exciting so I had to go do that but in coming back I came back through the part of the arena I was able to kind of walk around and really take in the match from different angles and I loved it uh, you know even from the entrances what what a fun deal to be there a for Brock I feel like it brings me back to Taz and I go do the old well here comes the pain, like, as he comes right. out. And then Cody's entrance live is just a party. I mean, everybody doing oh, it. Was, oh, that was very fun. Oh, that was yes. so much fun. And uh, But it, I thought it was a great match. I think, I don't know that Brock's ever put over anybody as strong as he had Cody at the end there. Not only took, took three crossroads, puts him over, clean as a sheet, and then gets up, handshake, and a big hug, puts up Cody's arm. Uh, he really did, in my opinion, kind of pass the torch there and uh, usher Cody in as the top babyface for WWE. It was cool. very
2: Undertaker, John Cena backstage at SmackDown. He's like, so? I, respect yeah. you. I respect you. you know? Yeah. Um, it was a great match. I was a little disappointed, I got to admit. And nobody ever said this but me. No, I, There was no expectation, but like Brock came out on a tractor, and I'm like, what's he going to do? Oh, yeah. It's, we the, new, thinking, it's yeah. the new SummerSlam tradition. What's, what's he going to do? And uh, I built that up in my own head, so that's my own fault. But he just came out. On his own, walking.
3: Well, they showed that backstage clip of Sheamus rolling in on the monster truck. Uh, yeah. And it was like, I, well, surely they're teasing that. Someone's going to steal that monster truck tonight. Yeah. And drive it into the arena. And no, no. no. <laughs> Nothing ever came of that.
2: It was a great match, though. And I, I like the overall story that they had out of this three matches. That they, Cody was the smaller guy. He, um, Brock was his kryptonite. He can't hang with this guy. He can't get past him. And then he finally found a way. Yeah. He yeah. finished that story.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're talking about the, his music. We got some extra woes at the end. Yeah. He, he took so, his time getting out of the ring. So we got. Song rolled through, I think three times there. Did you get a video there. of us doing that? Uh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, nice. I got a few seconds of that.
4: So you can cool, in the vlog. Cool moments between us uh, when when Brock Lesnar comes out like from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and Randy and Nichols, like, ah, let's go, yeah! I was like, oh my god, that's when you live, that's what the best part of wrestling yeah. trips. He are, said man. where we live. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean
1: they they announced Detroit. Everything's about Detroit, and the crowd goes wild. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not from Detroit, <laughs> but when they say Minneapolis, Minnesota, I'm like, "That's where I live." Exactly.
2: <laughs> How about the uh, random sprinkled throughout the evening the commercials for WrestleMania, and specifically Philadelphia, and Philly gets booed <laughs> by Detroit because yeah. that's not here. We don't right. care. Yeah.
3: Uh, and we can talk about kind of the pacing of the show as we go through here. Uh, some some odd. Choices in the match lineup, but but number three was the SummerSlam Slim Jim Battle Royal. Um, of course, everybody gets the jobber entrance to the uh the, the Steppenwolf song, like. oh. uh, except for um AJ got his music, yeah, it is. is LA Night, and then the big surprise, of course, you know, sent the roof off of four <laughs> was the massive Omos coming out to, and making his return into that match. And I mean, I Guys, I, I was honestly shocked anyone was able to throw him off. Over oh the top, yeah, he's so big, so like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand how that could happen.
2: But Nick uh, and I talk about this with the Royal Rumble all those years we were in college, and every year it was like, "How are they going to get the Big Show out?" And I'm like, "I don't, know. I don't know, man." But they do it yearly. Yeah. Same, <laughs> same way they did last year, right? right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: Um, but was it uh, LA Knight? Did like was it with him or with Bronson Reed? Where he kind of did the. Uh, the Chris Benoit, the Benoit. show, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, elimination um, that was pretty good Any uh obviously LA Knight gets the win I think we we're all hoping for that and predicting that and certainly the crowd responded as you would have hoped them to um, a little sad he didn't get on the mic after the match and, I thought yeah, that was a missed uh, opportunity problem. I mean obviously
1: yeah. I also yeah, felt bad for Sheamus person. didn't get it he was the last second to last right. batter he's <laughs> the one fighting at the end yeah Wait, maybe they'll do a feud. I don't know, but he doesn't get music. Yeah, yeah, he definitely should.
4: I thought he wasn't in the
1: match. Like the Miz gets me. I get. I mean, Miz is semi-local, but
2: you don't give Sheamus music. United States Champion Austin Theory gets the job. Right, like like, okay, the jobber entrance things. I mean,
1: that is rough.
4: And Nakamura is pretty much known for his entrance too. So mm-hmm. when I heard yeah. Shitsuke Nakamura, I was like, "Wow, they're not doing any solo entrances right. because they and then the Miz's with- music hits. You yeah, know, like of yeah, people. <laughs> yeah, because well, he's won something recently that right, I didn't right. be worried about. I think it shows the respect that WWE has for Miz. They like yeah, always okay. kind of put him in, in profile spots. And what I thought was interesting was once LA Knight came out, I was like, oh, he's the end, right? Because he's the biggest pop. And then AJ's music hit, and they gave him Pyro and a big old entrance. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but no, I thought it was a lot of fun. Big, I love Battle Royals. But yeah, when Ole came out, I was like, oh my god. I think I even tweeted I was like, this is going to be a vehicle to push Ole Like yeah. Are they this out of touch? Uh, but I did think it was apropos that finally the guy that everyone wants to be pushed Gets one over on Seamus in the end. Maybe, right. we waited 12 years, but <laughs> finally they got the guy got, got, got over on Seamus.
3: Uh, no surprises. I was definitely disappointed. Yeah, you know, I mean, right. why not throw one or two guys, mm-hmm. you know, a legend guy, or something, you know? or an NXT guy. You know? Road Dog is a backstage guy. Throw him out. You do anything, man. But yeah. uh, you know, still fun. Great way to get LA Knight in there, and he gets the, the Slim Jim commercial later in the night yeah. with Bianca Belair. It was a fun little Easter egg.
2: I wish we would have known, and maybe it was in commentary and we missed it, but like, what was it for? Like, no, do, yeah. do you get something like that no. trophy? Even even In a box of Slim Jims. You get the. <laughs> the golden uh, Slim Jim. Even the Andre the Giant Battle Royal has that trophy. I mean, uh, give us something. They should have
3: rained down Slim Jims <laughs> from yeah. the top of the like, arena.
2: Like, yeah.
4: I think it's interesting to note LA Knight, easily the most over. Number two, Chad Gable. Uh, yeah, I'm glad right. you brought that up. Uh, yeah, like, it, the people were doing the shoosh, like, outside before getting into the arena. It was like, he's getting
2: to uh, on with him. Audible boos when he got eliminated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he
3: got his spots in, too. Yeah. He was getting some big pops for his suplexes. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think uh, probably the uh, most, I don't know, disappointing, or, or we have some complaints, certainly, about this one. Up next was the first women's match of the night. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler in the MMA rules match. Um, this would be a good point, I think, uh, to share some frustrations with the arena and um, the uh, the video screen and everything, because I think it's certainly impeded on everybody's enjoyment of the match. Um, Nick? Yes. <laughs> we'll let, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll let Nick lead off here. Although we all feel this way. I think uh, he can yeah, yeah. voice the complaints. What the I'll best. say
1: is that I want to watch it back on Peacock and see, mm-hmm. you know, this is an MMA-style match. From what I understand, reading briefly about it later and seeing people on Twitter. X. On X. You. Stop it. (laughs) There are. um, People are doing uh, reversals and counters. And if you like MMA, maybe you could get into that on TV. But at the arena, the way that Ford Field was set up, there's spotlights, apparently not just in our area, but as um, Tommy said, ringing that basically the second level blinding us mm-hmm. yeah you cannot see the video screen and then in terms of the setup of the venue if i can't see the video screen on a, on a match that's going to have a lot of submissions and a lot of counters and i mean the view wasn't bad but you know we're far up enough that i can't yeah. see mm-hmm. that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and i can't see the video screen there's only one video screen and it's way up it's even partially blocked by some of the lighting anyway but i can't even see the rest of it with that spotlight there's no, there's a huge black part back behind, basically directly opposite us. Um, I don't know where the hard cam was. I guess it would be behind the hard cam if mm-hmm. I could tell where they're looking. But just you couldn't have put a screen there. Yeah. You bring Not screens that, uh, to RAW every week. Yeah. I mean, this one wouldn't be on TV, but it would help everyone else in the arena. And there was, there was boos about spotlights. There were some people chanting about the spotlights. People would cheer when the spotlight would go out. Uh, in yeah. the dark moments, and that hit the venue hard. And this match specifically, because I can't—they're just laying on the mat to me. I can't see anything. Exactly. Yeah. Well,
3: I noticed you and I think some other people just had to pull out the Peacock app yeah. and try to watch yeah. it yeah. while we're sitting there at Summerslam. <coughs> but it's baffling why they wouldn't. there's one video screen in the entire arena, and not a massive one. No. like, I, and I'm—I love the minimalist sets they've been doing for the pay-per-view. Like, I think that's great. Like, we don't have to have the giant. Titantron on TV for every show, and every show does not have to look, you know, like WrestleMania, but yeah, have something in the arena for Mm. the upper levels to be able to see a match like this. Because when we can't see it, we just start chanting boring or getting restless, and then that looks bad on TV, and it Mm. does the women no favors. No favors.
2: We have uh, SummerSlam '96 going right now, muted in the background, and I'm. Thinking about, even during the Boiler Room Brawl, they rolled out the substitute teacher audio cart (laughs) for the people in the arena to be able to see what's happening. Give us something in the year of Our Lord 2023 to be able to watch this submission match. This match is encapsulated by that Malcolm in the Middle meme where he says, uh, I expected nothing and I'm still disappointed.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tommy, I know you were pretty excited about it. I Uh, was. You uh... went down.
2: They, you know, first they,
4: they they come out, I'm doing a standing go, and boy, she still stood alone. No one, none of the <laughs> soul in the arena other than me was standing up trying to give these guys a standing go <laughs> as they entered. Uh, they faced off. I, try, I start, tried to start a very faint, holy shit, holy, it didn't, didn't happen. Uh, it just, people were not into these guys at all. I don't know where they should have put them.
3: Um, you know, Placement
4: was, on the card was not good. I'm yeah. not sure
3: where you could have put that one. I mean, no, it was, like, the crowd, I don't know. What the crowd was just not,
4: not feeling these two, mm. and, um... You know, hey, I think at the end of the day, I'm glad Shayna won. I think sure. uh, let's hope this is a vehicle to get her pushed and move over. If this is the end for Ronda Rousey, I think this last year and a half she has not been motivated to be there.
3: Mm. Um, I forget and, she's on the card half the time. Yeah. Like, I think Summer <clears> same <throat> last year, I was like, Ronda's back. Like, yeah. I can't like remember.
4: Yeah, so, you know, kind of a sad way for her to go out if this is the end, but uh, at the end of the day, I completely uh, echo the sentiment about the the lights. Like, I kept thinking about, because whenever they turn off the light, people would be so happy, and then the light would come back on, and I kept thinking of the Donald Trump meme of like, no, 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 turn those lights off! <laughs> uh, so it just did, did you know, that, that did take a lot away from uh, it, in particular this match, but I think this was also the match placement really hurting. We were on such a high of... You know, you have Logan Paul, Ricochet, Cody Brock, L.A. Knight, and then you just yeah. whoop,
2: all the way down. It was tough. Nick uh, Nick showed me a tweet, and I, it, it hit me. Like, when the tweet said, like, yeah, there is some crossover, but generally speaking, if these people wanted to watch MMA, mm. yeah. they would have went to <coughs> MMA, right? right here for pro wrestling, and... I could see sometimes it does work. You put um, Owen in the lion's den. At least it's in a weird cage. Do something like that. Yeah. Yes. Put a yeah. Cage. Uh, yeah.
3: Do the uh, what's the bloods? Not blood sport, but uh, the thing they do in NXT. The oh yeah, pit. the fight pit right. fight yeah. pit. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Do something like that uh, if you really want to get there, people. There, there would in. be
1: ways to spice this up. I think you can. I, and I saw people tweeting that you can't, you can't work this kind of MMA match. I think you can. Sure. I mean. It's not just it's not easy and you gotta yeah. work at it. Yeah. You need to take the venue into consideration. You need to you need to also pepper in a bit of wrestling spots right. to right. keep the crowd in, like, okay, there's some chains here, there's some submissions, oh, and then you get a suplex or you get something that you probably don't see in an MMA match. Yeah. But the crowd's gonna be fine with that. Yeah. And I think you could help the match get along that way. I just I don't you know, how does you know, I'm glad Shayna won, like you said, I like Shayna a lot uh local to Minnesota, South Dakota regional. South Dakota, regional person, but I like her. I hope that they push her. I hope that they can can give her some of that nXT shine back, but both of them, how do you feel when you go to the back after mm-hmm. that you know. I know. Stuff. I bet Ronda's like, screw this, I'm done.
4: Yeah. Was just, it wasn't MMA rules. This wasn't three rounds of five minutes with like, let's right. take a breather. It was yeah. like just a random match with MMA rules slapped on it. You, you know? think
3: back to the 80s and early 90s, they used to do boxing matches every once in a while. <coughs> yeah. And work those and, and get some wrestling spots. And there's, yeah, like I said, there's ways to do it. This was... Uh, prob- probably the last time they'll try something like this.
2: Um, I don't know where they're okay. going with Trish and Becky in Winnipeg, so I can't fully say, but like, Ooh, as of right now, I'm like, I would have rather had Ooh, Trish good, and Becky point. Point. Yep. here. But I think Tommy might have mentioned maybe, who, for all we know, we're, we're booking in a vacuum here, but for all we know, Ronda had a hard-out date. Yeah, and maybe, maybe they couldn't move Ronda to Winnipeg, so therefore Trish and Becky, but I would have loved to see Trish and Becky instead of this match. 100%. Yeah.
3: Well, uh, I think we all nailed that prediction, though. I think we all had Shayna yep. winning that. And then we were split on this next match, though. So, uh, Gunther and Drew McIntyre for the IC title. No title change. Gunther retains. Uh, and he is, it says here, he's one month shy of breaking the Honky Tonk Man's record. So, a few more chances for Honky Tonk Man to return. <clears throat> but he did not come back uh, at SummerSlam. Um I, uh, I don't know. It was okay. I feel like it got stronger towards the end. Uh, maybe just the crowd momentum was starting to die for me. Yeah. Um, so I, I thought it started off awfully slow. Um, maybe came off better on TV. But, I mean, still a strong finish. And uh, a good ending to the match, but uh, a little of a letdown, in my opinion.
2: It was uh It felt like a SmackDown match uh-huh. to me. But now again, I'm going to rewatch it on Peacock because maybe it does come across better on TV. And I was trying to read through briefly at three in the morning when we got back. Uh, some of the grades on CBS, Yahoo, whatever it might be, and uh, Sports Illustrated, and it was graded very highly. So. Maybe there was something there I missed. I'm going to watch it again. But I felt very like, this is very solid, but very SmackDown, not SummerSlam.
4: Right, right. Yeah. I
2: just
1: think Sheamus and Gunther put on better matches. Yeah. And, I mean, their triple threat was really good. Right. And this, I didn't feel like they were bringing anything all that different. <clears throat> yeah. I agree that the the finishing sequence was really good. You get the Claymore. You get a kick out. Uh, you... you the way that it wrapped, you get some heat back, Crowd starting to get back into it, but just in comparison to some of the other Gunther versus big guy matches that they've done, it was okay. Just okay. Yeah. yeah. It we wasn't bad, that, for sure, it out. but it wasn't... No. I'm not going to remember
2: it that well. We thought it was, that was our title change. We're gonna, we are gonna won title change, SummerSlam. <clears> Something <throat> has to happen. And yeah. We, so when that rolled out the way that it did, I was like, oh, oh what's going to be our title change then? Well, I you know? didn't. Yeah. I assumed
1: <laughs> Gunther was going to win, so... <laughs> Tom,
3: any thoughts on that
4: one? I think it was the most disappointing match of the evening for mm. me. Uh, mm-hmm. When I first started, I was like, all right, here we go. Especially mm-hmm. because seeing that, that entrance live that ladies and mm-hmm. gentlemen yeah. is so good. that was I'm like, good. Um, and he came out, and I was like, all right, th- this is cool. And I, I went in thinking, three people needed to win more than anyone on the card. LA Knight, Drew McIntyre, to a lesser extent, Finn Balor. Uh, Drew, I think, needed one more than anyone. And after that match, A, during the match, I was like, I don't know that I really want this guy to end Guthrie's streak. I don't want Guthrie to beat Hunky's reign, but I don't know that Drew's the guy. Yeah. You know? It just didn't yeah. feel like he was super hot. Uh, but I felt felt like if he doesn't win it, I don't know what you do with him. Right. Like, I really wondered afterwards that he didn't resign because it felt like who knows where he goes from here. Um, but, you know, G- G- Guthrie keeps the belt, and uh, I think, again, at the end, it's just... Uh, I think Drew could have been brought higher than the guys who came out to Stephen Wolf in the Battle Royal. If he had won, if not, I could see him coming out to uh, whatever next year's Battle Royal is.
2: Gunther better watches, but I don't know what the WWE tour schedule looks like. But if they're going through Memphis here in the next 200 days, you better watch oh, out, yeah. baby. You yeah. better watch out, the honky tonk man.
3: Uh, World Heavyweight Championship was next. Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. Um, I picked Finn Balor to win. I don't remember. Did did we all pick Finn? I did not. Did? Okay. okay. I
4: picked him, and you did not. You're right.
3: Okay. So, yeah. Seth obviously got the win there with some uh, shadiness from Judgment Day or some uh, mistakes made from Judgment Day trying to interfere. Some Money in the Bank teases. Uh, I think everybody really enjoyed this one, especially... Yeah. Uh, again, I, th- I did think. I thought, to me, it felt like it started a little slow, but yeah, once you know we get halfway through it and, and Judgment Day starts coming out, we start rolling toward the near falls and everything. it was great. Um, another disappointing thing with the screen is like apparently Seth had on some of his gear from the last time they fought seven, seven years, years ago, ago yeah. which would have been cool to know in the crowd or see that, but. I had no idea. <laughs> somebody told, told me like Was it you
4: who told me how this the gear? I think you told me. Yeah. Oh, I you saw my buddy social media. Like, how cool is like that. that? Now my friend texts me. He's like, how cool is Seth's gear from seven years yeah. ago? We're
1: at the arena, though, and we're depending on people to text <laughs> yeah, us it, what they're it, seeing yeah. on yeah. TV. It's not a great time. And
2: enough. Finn had the word seven written on his surgically repaired shoulder oh, wow. from seven oh, years man. ago, but we didn't know that either. Gear? Yeah, yeah.
4: Um, for me, I honestly don't remember a time I'd gotten into a match like I did at this one. I was marking out like it was, I was really into it, especially Jumping towards up the and end. Down, yeah. Jumping up and down. I was like, Finn's actually got a shot. He's got this. He hit the coup de grace. And I was, well, first he kicks out of the curb stomp, which I don't feel like anybody's kicked out of that curb stomp in a long time. It's even called because it's just the stomp now, right? Right, right. Sorry. Weird.
2: Take the curb out, out of it. To, yeah,
4: yeah. add a curb of that. You don't it. have to <laughs> apologize to <us. laughs> <laughs> that. Triple H is not the right <laughs> <laughs> Um, but he kicked out, and I was like, oh my gosh. Like, he, Okay, we got a, we got a shot here. Yeah. Then they had all of them come in. They all like, uh, attacked him. He hit him with the money in the bank. Goes up for a coup de grace, one of the best coup de grasses in a long time. Mm-hmm. Covers him up, and I'm like, this is it? Like, yeah. we're, we're here? He's going to win the belt? And uh, then once they slipped the money in the bank in, I was like, oh no, he's going to go over there and get stopped right on the Bank the money in the bank. And uh, that's what happened. Yeah. But the match was so good that I didn't even care. I wasn't even disappointed that... And who lost, and uh, it was a really just a great, great match. And I love seeing the Rollins entrance live. It's actually it's, oh, it's a lot lot, lot, a lot was of fun. A highlight of the night.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. The, um, as I, fun as it looks on TV.
2: I think I said this to you guys earlier, but uh, bringing this back to The Undertaker, which everything ultimately does. <laughs> yeah, it's talking Taker. That's uh, right. right. The Undertaker walked right? so Seth Rollins could run. I can't tell you how many times, watching as an Undertaker fan, he fought... All the heels. He had no friends. Nobody ever came out. Uh, When he was getting Royal Rumble 94, every heel in the locker room, throwing him in that casket. Like, where are The Undertaker's friends? Nobody? Not a soul. yeah. All throughout the years, he never had any friends. And Seth Rollins was out there yesterday, four on one. And I'm thinking, is Becky going to come out? Is that her thing? Is she going to at least counter Rhea? Um, no. No. Seth had no friends. But unlike The Undertaker, Seth Rollins found a way. Yeah. Four on one one to make it happen. (laughs) So I really enjoyed that. I really
1: enjoyed that. I'll say for me, this is a perfect example. Like, it was predictable to me. I never thought in any way, never bit, no way Rollins is losing this match. It's clear that they're going to do, continue with the dissension among the judgment day, that the whole thing is going to fall apart, or at least Finn Mm -hmm. and or Priest, one of the two of them is going to leave. So, but, I don't need to be swerved every time. I don't need yeah. to be surprised. This was a good match. Mm-hmm. They're very athletic. They they work well together. The, the schmozzy finish is what you expect with the Judgment Day. And then the story told. And while I didn't bite, the crowd was into it. The crowd's hyped. It's exciting. So while I wasn't surprised, it still worked. And yeah. uh, to me, it was my favorite match of the night. Like in terms of just the people being into it and the athleticism and the, the, the sequences they put together. So it was, it's a perfect example of that. I don't need to be surprised every time. I like a surprise,
2: but I don't need it every time. Yeah, this yeah, was well good. done. And,
3: and, and yeah, go ahead. I
2: was say another another. I was excited for another retention. So like, okay, Gunther, Seth Rollins. We haven't yeah. had our title change. We're getting <laughs> we're running out of room here. Is Jay Uso gonna do this? Yeah.
4: You no. Know, <laughs> I I had a great moment where Nick told me he's like, you know, just uh, at this stage of being a wrestling fan for so long, I don't really buy into any of these false finishes. It's like, yeah, me neither. Mm. And then you, you move like 15 minutes later and he's just the whole time kind of watching and uh, kind of just enjoying the match. Next to him is me banging on the chairs, jumping up and down, losing it with every single pulse finish. And I was like, "Well, I didn't hold up to
3: my end of that part." Several,
2: but several "Let's go!" Uh, yells from Tommy, two seats down. I could <laughs> hear "Let's go!" Uh,
3: Tommy, that was your probably your favorite. That was of my the favorite night. match
4: tonight. Yeah, I think it's an all timer. I think that'll go down as a great Summerslam sort of match. Randy, was that your yeah. number one? Yeah, yeah. I like that okay. match a lot.
3: Yeah, that was my number two, but. uh Uh, Yeah, excellent stuff. Um, So we got two more matches. I know we're on a little time crunch, so we'll we'll try to hit these up um, to to get out of the Airbnb here. But, uh, um, yeah, the women's title match uh, came on second to last. Asuka, Bianca Belair, and Charlotte Flair. Again, to me, weird placement Mm -hmm. in the car. Did them no favors coming after that match. Also, the show's running longer than normal pay-per-view, so we're, we're hitting, like, 1130 when this match is starting, I think. People
1: want the main event. <laughs> people are for the main event.
3: Yep. We're getting tired. Um, so, again, would have done them a lot more favors. I said this should have gone earlier in the card in mm-hmm. the Battle Royal spot. Yes, sir. You throw the Battle Royal here. Yes, sir. No matter how tired people are, they're going to still get cheer for LA night. But, uh, again, uh, I feel like all of these last few matches, a lot of them started slow, but once the finishes started going on... Uh, the fake, fake out with the injury for Bianca Belair. She runs in and hits that uh, awesome, maybe my favorite move of the night was her 450 oh. splash yeah. for sure. to Charlotte in the figure eight. That looks nasty. Um, and uh, would you say, Tommy, this is the longest yeah. women's match in SummerSlam history? Which yeah, also so. maybe didn't do the crowd any, any right. favors. In That's the arena. like,
4: Read the room, guys. We're running long. That's <laughs> about the longest women's match right before the match. Everyone's excited to see. Uh, but yeah, at, at Wrestle Features, give them some credit. They're the ones who put it out, I think. Uh, if not, I'm, I bet. Uh, but um, they, uh, yeah, longest women's match in the history of SummerSlam. Uh, for me, right when that match started, everyone was running out into the corridors because everyone's like, we got to make sure we use the restroom, we got to get our final drinks, we got to get our final merch, we yeah. got to get everything out of the way before the main event, so we can be in our seat and That's ready what to I did. go. Mm-hmm. I
3: missed the, <clears> the first five minutes of this one. So. Yeah,
4: no, I did too. I mean, it was like that was. I think everyone's mindset. Um, But I think you're right, right when Bianca came in, hit that 450. I think it really picked up, and then uh, at the end, I was really surprised, I think everyone was, I think every person I spoke to, (coughs) excuse me, the Rollins match took a toll on me last night, Uh, I think it either went with, uh, I think everyone either went Charlotte, or they went uh, Asuka, I don't know anybody who saw that finish coming with Bianca winning, but... It was really well done, and it became kind of non. It was a very traditional, as you pointed out. Yeah. You know your triple threat, where you have two guys working on yeah. one person on the outside. But towards the end, they were really doing some good stuff, all three of them together. Uh, and I liked Bianca getting getting the win. I thought it was important. It was cool because I, I think sometimes when you have the big rain then you lose the belt, you lose a lot of momentum. But her getting that back, I thought, really kind of shows she's going to
2: be a big fixture still in this women's division. And yeah. her whole her whole angle has been I. Was screwed and I never got my title match. I'm the rightful champion, and she backs that up by going out and winning the darn thing, you know.
3: And she's gonna have a new complaint now because after the longest women's match, we got uh, this has to be maybe the shortest women's title match in SummerSlam history because EO Sky comes in. I think I mentioned I brought up the Money in the Bank. I think none of us said no, we won't get a Money in the Bank. But yes, she actually cashes in, yeah. and uh, they built it up really well with the knee injury, and she comes in with the briefcase and attacks the knee of Bianca, and now Bianca will have another thing to complain about, uh, screwed out, and we get two women's title changes in the same night. And Sky walks out with the belt.
2: I think I uh, I think I was like, why do I sound like Joan Rivers? Like, well, I don't remember cheering that hard for anything. I had a good time, but I don't remember <laughs> yelling like I'm in a Foo Fighters concert. And I think it came from this match. Uh Yeah. Uh, They had a great match. We all, I think most of us at least, were hoping and pulling for Asuka to get some uh, respect put on her name and her ring. Yeah, for sure. And then that didn't happen. Um, And Bianca wins. And I like Bianca, she's great, but I was just disappointed that Asuka wasn't able to retain. And I was kind of, so it's kind of, they took you on a ride, which is their job. And you went from, oh man, I guess Bianca's going to be champion again. And then that that music hit, and here comes Bailey and Eo, and you're like, oh, and the, the, yeah. you're down, and then you're way back up, and I remember I was Tommy going, let's go, yeah. uh, cheering and hoping that she would cash in, and I do remember yelling, Tanya Harding, because <laughs> yeah. she hit her with the briefcase in the back of the knee yeah. uh, before before uh, finishing her off and, and getting the title, so I really, really, really enjoyed that, and that was such a, such a high, and I agree with Alex, you can't do that. In yeah. that spot. That late. You know what I mean? Yeah. That should have definitely been earlier, for sure.
4: Yeah. And I think... Uh, I mean, cool moment there. Mm-hmm. As I think you mentioned, too, the one-year anniversary of, of Damage Control. They showed up last yeah. year at SummerSlam. Yep. And there was no no shenanigans, no dissension. Bailey was there to help Sky get the belt. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere... Dakota Kai flies out. Yeah. from, I don't know where she was. I even asked you. That would have been great. You know, if we saw the be able to see her come in. Yeah, um, <laughs> just look but, at the video screen. What's right. the problem? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
4: and so uh, you know, she comes in. They have this great moment, and then once Io gets the belt and they're all cheering together, Bailey and Dakota Kai, because they're both so old school, bail and give nice. the ring to Io gas yeah. so she can have her moment. Uh, I remember I, I sent my wife a, a little clip of Bianca winning the belt, and I was like, "All is right in the world again," because my daughter is very sad. Bianca doesn't have the title. Sure. And then uh, two minutes later, I sent her another uh, video of ES Guy winning the belt, and I said, "Spoke too soon." And my wife writes back, uh, "You know, tough for our daughter. What an incredible moment."
2: <laughs> Did you see the people in front of us? That the, they were Bianca fans, and they were like bouncing to her theme when she came yeah. out, and they were like <laughs> cheering her on, and then they were so on a high when she won, and then. EO comes out and then they were just... You just watch them on the ride be be crestfallen, you know? Wrestling <laughs> all around. That's right? the best, yeah. This is the one that I didn't predict properly because I was pulling
1: for Asuka. If sure. I... Had th- you know, I didn't want Charlotte to win or Bianca, then I might... If I was going to do that, I might have thought that, that we'd get a cash-in, which we did, but I think... Th- I'm, I'm glad the cash-in. That was an exciting moment. Um, you always have... If you don't do not do cash in sometimes you have to explain why. Like, mm-hmm. all three of those women... Are in terrible states at the end of that match. Yeah. If Io doesn't come out, you have to go. Where were you? Did you not make it to Detroit? Like, why are you not here? <laughs> so that's a great moment. To me, though, I like. Like I said, I like the match. It was good. The performance was was good with the with the, the wrestlers. But Asuka is just she's getting done dirty so regularly. Yeah, she was treated like the third wheel in her own title feud. The rain yeah. was not good. Uh, she. She barely features in the video for the the match. She bungles her mist in Charlotte's face and gets a roll up Mm -hmm. from Bianca. I I don't know. I mean, I like EO. She She came came out second. second. She has the title belt and she comes out second. I heard on Twitter there's a sponsorship or something that they tied into Bianca coming out last, but I'm old school.
2: Champion should come out last. Yeah. Doesn't I know it bothers no respect Nick when Nick tweets about something, yeah. and I'm like, man, that's really in his rear end. That's a burr in his saddle, and I saw, it, I saw Nick immediately go to his phone and that's tweet hilarious. about how Asuka was a champion coming out second in triple threat. I'm like, ooh, man, that is, uh, that's a raw nerve right there. Well, so oh, she comes it. out second, then she loses,
1: yeah, yeah. and her reign just not good. I mean, you come out with the murder clown, you think she's going to be hot, and it just does not work.
3: And I don't think anybody nobody predicted Bianca, right? No, nobody yeah. had that on our no. uh, uh, prediction sheet. So they, they did get us there. And, of course, EO Sky walks out the title. And certainly nobody predicted the big swerve at the end of the show in the uh, tribal combat match. I still call it tribal council as a Survivor fan. <laughs> but the, uh, the tribe has spoken, and Roman Reigns got the win over Jey Uso when the mystery man, Jimmy Uso, came no. out and... Turned on his brother. Cain and Abel moment here. Um, what did you guys think of the main event?
2: It was, for me, it was adequate. I would say uh, B. But it, but and here's the issue with this whole feud being the greatest thing ever or the greatest thing in recent memory is if you have a regular day at the office, it's like a letdown. Whereas yeah. for most shows, a regular day at the office with this storyline is amazing. But when you've been riding A-plus for... Three years, right? You have a B plus day or a B day. It's kind of a letdown a little bit, especially in the main event of SummerSlam. And I do want to watch it back on Peacock to see how it all transpired because uh, we missed some things, I think. But first, I swear, I swear, they said no family members at ringside, and then they kind of swept it under the rug and never mentioned it again. So I yeah. wondered if it was actually going to be enforced. Then we saw quickly Solo was out in the crowd, and we're like, well, he's technically not at ringside. Right. I'm like, okay, I'm a lawyer, so you're looking for the loopholes there, right? And, uh, but then he was at ringside. I'm like, okay, we're not enforcing this at all. And then, so we're thinking of some, this is the main event of the second, allegedly, second biggest show of the year. Somebody's got to come out and counteract solo here um, and put us back on equal footing so we can finish this off. We've talked about Sami Zayn wasn't doing anything with KO her. He has a relationship with Jay Uso, who is a non-family member. I think somebody mentioned The Rock, even though he is a family member. Like, maybe The Rock's not busy. Like, anything could happen. It's the WWE, by God. And then a masked guy comes out, and it's, it's just a Jimmy Uso, who's allegedly badly hurt and not going to be wrestling. It's it's just, quote unquote, just Jimmy Uso. Right, right. And then that's a letdown. And then he turns on Jay, also a letdown. It just felt like, we talked about this in the predictions, uh, and we talked about this all weekend. They, with Brock and Undertaker, they went with that, they they swerved left and said, you know what, let's do the unthinkable. Let's go with it. Yeah. Let's jump off the cliff. And they did it. Um, They didn't do that. Here and they didn't right. do that with Sammy. Right. And even Cody. to Cody. Ex- and even to an extent, they didn't do it with Cody. Although that's more believable. That's not necessarily a leap of faith to put the belt on Cody. But still, they didn't do it. At with This him. time, it's a leap of faith to think anybody, right, right, Roman Reigns. <laughs> and it's okay. just like take that leap. Let's you want you want to make new stars, then let's let's go. Yeah. Know? And then they didn't do it. So it was a very good match, a very adequate match, a solid B, greatest feud in a long time. But it could have been it could have been better. I just wish they'd take the dang leap of faith. Yeah. That's all.
3: To me, it was, you know, tribal combat. What is it? What is it going to be? Right, we right. just keep saying tribal combat, tribal combat, and take it back to Undertaker. It's sort <laughs> of the rest-in-peace match with him and Giant Gonzalez. Oh, it's just no DQ, no count-out. Like, every Roman Reigns match ever is. Right. Like, And uh, we got a big, long video package, everybody coming out to the ring, all the production. I thought maybe they would, like... Do up the ring, like, you know, with some some tribal decorations yeah. or something, some more crazy weapons. Maybe the, uh, the the family, maybe, you know, like some of the family members, because they said, uh, Roman said in his promo, like, did you get approval from the elders or, or whatever? He said something yeah, like that. Right. Like, did you did you run this by them? Maybe they are going to come out and sit by ringside. None of that. So that, that part is what disappointed me. It was just your same average Roman Reigns. No DQ match. Um, I, do, I I thought the swerve was good, but like because I don't think anybody, none of us certainly saw that coming. Yeah. Um, you know, it could be interesting to see where they go from it. Uh, although it does, it's just like we're just kind of moving the pieces around uh-huh. of the of the Bloodline family, and everybody's going to get their turn. But uh, it, for the moment, you know, it had a lot of shock value. Um, again, would have helped to have the screen. More visible, right. so we could see them in the crowd fighting. Yeah. We kind of lost them there, and I think at first none of us could tell who was actually under the mask because we yeah. can't exactly see. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah. What about Tommy Nick? What about your thoughts?
4: Um. You know, I I I was hoping for. Have you had anyone seen Hobbs and Shaw?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Remember in that movie, The Rocks in the movie, and he has Roman Reigns. And Roman's also like a cast. He's like a he's like a cousin or something. Yeah. And they all do this big dance. Yeah. I thought that was how the mashup would start. They have like all the Samoans <laughs> come and do the whole yeah. tribal thing, like something. it's something, right? Um, so I completely maybe agree they're you dressed there. a little different. Yeah, yeah I got some different
3: gear on. Yeah. Uh,
4: but said you're right. It was, and, and, and I'll tell you, you know. Match came out. They were a little after eleven thirty. That didn't have any fat and Roman Reigns step. He came out and they, you know at the end I almost had to put my arm down. I was getting tired from holding up number one for so long. <laughs> he took uh, his time. He did take his time. Always does. Uh, but you know I thought the match was okay. I don't know. Halfway through the match I was like, Jay's starting to feel a little bit like one half of the Usos as opposed yeah. to main event yeah. Jay Uso. Um, I don't know that he would have been the guy to do it. But at the same time I'm with you. Like hey let's let's try something. Let's see how it goes. You know let's take that leap of faith. Um, but halfway through, I was like, they're going to find a way to get it. One of the things that I, I loved was, um, I guess on Twitter, they were saying, and I didn't know this till after because I was avoiding Twitter, a lot of people were saying Randy Orton is, is come back at the show. So I bet a lot of people thought the guy in the hood was Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turns out everyone who reported that was wrong. He was not coming back at this show. Yeah. And I love that. But I, thought, I think WWE kind of put that out there to throw people off into thinking, oh, that must be Randy Orton. Sure. And then here it is. It's it's Jimmy Uso. And uh, hey, I mean, I'm excited to see what's next. I'm excited that Roman's going to be around the rest of the year because I do think once he loses this belt, we're going to see him for a very long time. Right. Um, but, you know, I, th- I thought it was a solid match. It's always good to see Roman live. Uh, but I'm with you. It wasn't, uh, I think it was probably three or four matches, honestly, better than it on the, on the
1: show. Yeah. Right you now. It's a bog-standard roman Reigns match at this point. Tribal combat meant nothing. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> the family's still there. Why, don't ever say that they're not going to be there if you're just going to have them there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I I don't like to yuck other people's yum. I hope people enjoy and the, the, and I'm sure they will somehow spin it. I don't feels a little bit swerve for swerve's sake, bro. I don't get why Jimmy does this. You're just elongating it. Roman Roman is not going to lose until another until Mania. He's not going to lose it. Whatever the heck happens at Survivor Series yeah. or something like that, it's gonna go to Mania, and it's just a bog standard Roman Reigns match. You know, he has the same spots, same help from Solo. How Jimmy will explain, considering that he was the one getting picked on by Roman constantly, right. and Jay was sticking up for him. Yeah, I mean, clearly, you spin at something like, Well, your main event, Jay and I, you know, he's getting left out, or what about us? But, right, how does how does his anger towards Roman not work? I don't. Feels like a swerve to me. It was not on my top few matches
2: of this yeah. night at all. So obviously, Jay and Jimmy go off, and they get to. I remember Matt and Jeff Hardy were like, "Man, we got to face each other one on one. That's really cool." Uh, I think it was Vengeance 01, and yeah. I, th- I think Matt had really bad stomach flu. But anyway, yeah, um, it was
3: always disappointing when the Hardys right? actually fit. You would get excited like this will be cool, and it never really was. No. So I'm afraid that's what. Jimmy and Jay,
1: they just recently said that they really want to fight each other at WrestleMania. Yeah. Also, though, that's a long way from now. So do you do, like, a couple matches, you take them apart from one another, and then you have them go against each other again at Mania? Um, Putting them both... I mean, this would put them both as solo people, so that, you know, we're not... They're not a tag team, so that's something.
3: And I think they could... I never yeah. would have thought 10 years ago these guys could have solo careers, yeah, but never, I think you yeah. can easily see that now. Yeah. Which I is think the storyline story will
1: still be hot. People are still into it. Yeah. You can make something work for the two of them separately. One will be a, he- a heel, one will be a face. How you work it with the bloodline, I don't know. How does Solo... What does, he, does he have feelings? I don't. doesn't seem like he feels anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I just... Uh, this is...
2: Just a bog standard Roman. And where does, match. you know, we all think now, I think leaving SJ, we're all kind of like, it's Cody. It's Roman and Cody at Philly. It's got to be. Yeah. Cody finish even, that story, man. Cody even said in the post <laughs> uh, the post pay per view conference, like, you know, what, what's next for you? And he said, he's like, I think you know what's next for me or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah. But I mean, what does Roman do? Now, Roman likes to take dirt naps for three, four months at a time. But what does he do until Mania and they hook up again in theory? I don't know. I got yeah. seven or eight months to figure it out, I right, guess. Right. Yeah.
3: Um, Would we see a bloodline fatal four way? I mean it seems like that has to happen at yeah. some point.
4: Um I'd say probably I think the next one is payback, is it? Or maybe Fastlane or Yeah, I those. think payback was payback. what they were talking about. Yeah. Um I think that one's probably Jimmy versus Jay in the main event one on one. Oh yeah, From... Roman needs a month yeah, off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrestling in September. Even... <laughs>
2: yeah. They had they had Roman. I saw a graphic on Twitter, they had all Romans uh, they like bowed to Roman, acknowledged him, and all of his title defenses, you know. Pay-per-view this, pay-per-view that, SmackDown, Raw. And it, I did notice the end of the list, it started getting kind of skimpy. And I think it says WrestleMania 39 and then SummerSlam. And I'm like, wow. Really? There was nothing in between? Nope. That's nope. Crazy, crazy. town. Yeah.
4: I've been in his last two title defenses, and one was in April, and one is here in
2: August. I yeah. that's crazy. And that list started with Jey Uso, Hell in a Cell 20. Ah, yeah. But to your, to your point, I think that Hell in a Cell... There was moments that I believed... Jey Uso was a bigger threat, like Hell in a Cell 20, there was points in that match where I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, he's going to do this. And and he did feel a little bit more like Jey Uso, tag wrestler, yesterday. He never went on that rally where he's hitting three, four, or five big moves in a row, and you're like, oh my god, oh my god, I never really had that yesterday. Now maybe the footage on Peacock will change that, but that was my knee-jerk reaction being there. Sure.
3: Yeah. Uh, I just share this tweet. I thought it was funny. I saw last night. It uh, said, cashing in huge on my 2014 prop bet that Jey Uso would sell 50,000 seats for his SummerSlam main event, while Brock Lesnar jobs clean to Stardust in the second <laughs> match of the night. Uh, it's funny how things yeah, uh, progress uh, in the sure. world of wrestling. So who knows where we'll be uh, 10 years from now and uh, who will be main eventing. I'm sure, um, you know, Karrion Cross will be there uh, with the longest reigning World Title. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. yeah, something like that. But, uh, yeah, I know we got to run, uh, but this was a, a great look back. I think to me, I'll say like a seven and a half out of ten yeah. for me for for the whole night, the show. The night and the weekend, a 10 out of 10, of course, hanging out with you guys. we get to do it again. Absolutely. Absolutely. A uh, dream come true. Six years in the making from the beginning of this podcast, now hanging out with some friends in real life. And uh, we still have a full day here in Cleveland, uh, in Detroit, sorry, Uh, Detroit before we hop on our plane. So we've got some uh, fun things to explore. Be sure to check out the Talking Taker YouTube channel. Um, for some uh, vlog coming soon um, and uh, of course check out Randy at Pokey's Little Dog on Twitter um, and Nick what's your Twitter handle?
1: At Nick F-U-G-A-T-E, F-U-G-A-T-E.
3: Alright uh, you can follow Nick along and then at Watch Along Tommy uh, you've already posted your Superstore tour, tour. Yeah. on uh-huh. YouTube and uh, I know you're going to have a lot more content coming soon about the trip.
4: Yeah we're going to do a vlog every day this week. Uh, I'll be back with a my experience video Go- Going through the whole trip, little merch video showing everything that we bought on the trip, including some really cool swag that you gave us early in the week, uh, some talk and taker swag, which was really cool. So uh, looking forward to it. This was this was great, and uh, hope that uh, we get to again do it all again. That's why I love wrestling trips. It's like we'll come back out of this. We'll be like, "How was the trip? Oh, it was incredible." And we'll go through all the great fun things we did. Yeah. Like how was SummerSlam?
3: Oh, it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, we'll make sure to subscribe to Tommy's YouTube channel. And, uh, of course, as always, you guys want to hit it?
4: One, two, three. (laughs) Take Take
3: her easy. easy. There you you go.
0: go.